Let me um, start the show off here by reminding everyone to go to HankStrange.com. That is the place that you guys need to go to to find out uh, how you can support us, sign up for the email list. If there's links and things like that that we talk about here and you guys would like to support us by going through those, you go to HankStrange.com. Specifically, U.S. Law Shield, if you use the promo code Hank, you get two free months on an annual plus locked in uh, annual membership plus the locked in rate of $10.95 a month. So you can go to uh, uslawshield.com and then use the code Hank or follow our link that we have, which I was just throwing up there. Um, also, don't forget, you know, uh, we are also now drinkers of Blackout Coffee. So you guys can check them out and there is a link for that in the description. We can't, we can't do the other stuff in the description because YouTube no likey that. So we can't do it. All right. Big shout out to Walther Arms. Thanks to them for sponsoring the show. We appreciate those guys. Um, I also do rock a Walther Arms here that I'll show you all in a minute. I got my buttons figured out. Let's get the show going. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation. All right, guys. <laughs> Welcome back. Make sure you smash the subscribe button, ring the bell, all that kind of good stuff. Let's see. Where is the... There you go. Walter with the bell. Alicia, can you hear us? How about now, guys? In here? Yep, we can yeah. hear you. Are you getting us? Uh-oh. Can you hear us? Uh-oh, not uh -oh. again. No. I can't hear you at all. Oh no! Try uh try dialing back in again. <laughs> that might help. I don't know. If she can't oh, hear she us. Can't. Try hanging yeah. up and dialing back. I don't know if she. This is the signal. Hang up and dial us no. back. <laughs> yeah, hang up and dial back. <laughs> I don't know if she's getting that. Hold on. Let me see if I could text her right now. Everything seems to be working without you guys. Let's see what I got here. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll get everything worked out with Alicia. Don't worry about that. You guys need to smash those thumbs ups as well out there if I haven't already Sound. said it. Um, I let, can't let me hear anything. That's okay. Alicia, hang up and dial back. Okay, there we go. All right, so <laughs> this is episode 826 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Uh, our guest is Alicia, the boomstick babe. She'll be back here in a second. Oh. As, and also the boom, well, you're not a boomstick babe. No, I know you are babe. a cool That's dude. You are a cool dude. Yeah. Walter, Walter yeah, Keller of Safety Hook. No, you know, yeah, some people see you as a babe. You know, some people see you as a sexy man. Walter Keller, <laughs> Walter Killer Keller, Safety Harbor Firearms. <laughs> a special Thursday afternoon appearance. Right. Joint, thanks for joining us. Shout out to everyone out there. We appreciate you guys joining us here. Um, you know, on, on this uh, Thursday, is it, it's not afternoon. Did you just say afternoon? I said afternoon. Well, it's afternoon some places still. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I, I don't know where it's, well, it's afternoon. A, it's afternoon. Right? <laughs> okay, it's okay. Afternoon. Technicalities, technicalities. Words um, matter. I keep, I keep hearing. You know, words matter. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, do they? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to everyone who's out there joining us. We appreciate appreciate you guys coming in here and joining us. Smash the thumbs ups. We also do appreciate that. Walter, while we're waiting for Alicia, yes, what's up with you, man? What have you been up to this whole week? Oh, today I was, I was, I was working out in the shop like one of my employees. I was blasting all day, working on uh, MP5K parts, getting ready to take the anodizing. So, oh, MP5K. I know, man. Yeah. I see uh, there's questions coming through all the time. When are you going to get the MP5 parts? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, I've, I've blasted yeah. a whole butt 
fuck, 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 fuck load of those things today. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Not, not that I haven't done that in the past, but uh, uh-huh. we're, okay. we took, we took one load of stuff to the anodizers. And when that stuff is ready to come back, we want to take the next load at the same time instead of, you know, like doubling the trips mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not that far. It's only about 10 mile trip to the anodizer. But still. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was doing today. Yeah, working hard, it, working hard, and it, yeah, sweating, working, work, working like a dog. Yeah, yeah. You pour arms in the arms in, arms in the blasting cabinet. Blasting. You poor, stuff. poor man. You know, just yeah. Someone's got to work for a living. It might as well be you, Alicia. Can you hear us now? Can you hear us? Oh, now we I can't can hear, hear you. her. Oh, there you go. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait, yeah, we can wait, hear wait. you. We're you're yeah. You're you're on a delay. Okay, good. Yes, we hear you. Okay. 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 All right. I think we're. <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> I think we're good. Alicia, welcome back to the show. The Boomstick Babe. Alicia, there she goes. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Yes, great having you back on here. Do you Have you ever met my friend Walter Keller here of Safety no, Harbor Farms? Uh, no, I'm happy to. Yes. No. Hello, Alicia. Yeah. Walter, tell Hi. Alicia a little bit about yourself, and, and then we'll get Alicia to tell you a little bit about herself. I am, I am Safety Harbor Firearms, along with my wife. Um, okay. We've we've made um, 50 caliber, uh, 50 BMG upper conversions for AR-15s since 2003. Um, That's dope. Plus I make, plus I make a whole bunch of other um, uh, stocks like MP5, MP5K, um, regular stocks plus uh, braces. You know those those evil braces. Um, <laughs> those demons of the contraption. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And those demons are still selling like hotcakes too. But. Oh yeah. You um, know, I sometimes think that propaganda creates business. I mean, just like you know, you look at the stores right now. Oh, there's not going to be food, so food flies off the shelves. Oh, go get toilet paper. It's like, you know, you plant these ideas in people's minds. Well, it's like I, I've always said, one of the best gun salesmen in the world is Joe Biden. Yeah. Uh, and Obama, it, Obama, Obama was pretty good too. Trust me. Indeed. Uh, indeed. <laughs> We 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 yeah. we had it was high times when Obama was in office. Um, I agree. Yeah, I think that's true. I think it's true. My son was just uh, he's in Orlando and he was telling us he went to Sam's Club and there was nothing there. I I, yeah. I think I don't know what to think. That as far as shortages of of domestically produced stuff, I don't get that at all. Mm-hmm. There should be no mm-hmm. shortage of that stuff. I mean, there are there are um, you know people employers having problems with people. Mm-hmm. But um, I think a lot of it's being created on purpose, actually. So, yeah, I also I do don't. Yeah, I, there was an article I was just reading that there was a guy who, you know, with this whole thing where all these companies are saying they can't hire anyone. A guy went, a very qualified guy went and put out, he put in for 60 jobs and got one job interview. Wow. So, <laughs> I don't know if that's true either, that they're saying that they can't hire one, anyone. They probably just don't want to. Um, yeah, I've been I having those same kind of experiences lately also. I think that mm-hmm. um, what you uh, – I never trust the media. I think the media is just – you know, they call it programming for a reason. But there's a reason that they do that is because it creates this stir amongst people to start talking. It creates panic. It creates wonderment. And they need all that doubt and they need that, you know, fear to create – and plant other seeds for you to believe all the rest of the crap that they're putting well, out there too. So, well, the, the it all feeds back gonna, to the, the same monster. The government's going to come to the rescue, right? 
Is that what's going to happen? All the time. All the yeah, time. Gonna... They uh, have such a great history of doing so. Yeah, right. look at them. You know, put a mask on and, you know, in the world would be good. Yeah. And wait in line for your rations. Yeah. Uh, well, this is not England. Okay. We're not going to queue up for a. Uh, for uh, for yeah. for uh, for a bucket of coal or okay. something. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's not it, it's it's getting there. It's working there. Okay, so boomstick babe, um actually, okay. let's see. Um uh LV oh, I, didn't finish my, I didn't finish my thing. Where oh, you're not done with oh, your oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, we Go got ahead, off well. on the whole government rant. Um yeah. <laughs> uh, which is uh, unsurpri- not surprising. I also mm-hmm. have a company called stenparts.com. We sell parts and pieces for sten guns and other things. I've been doing that since 99 actually. Um, and I tell you what, every time the government handed out checks, it was like the phone just started ringing off the hook. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. um, but, um, anyways, that's, that's the main two things we do. And, um, um, like I said, I've been doing the, the safety of firearms as safety of firearms since 2003. So, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you done now? Are you done now, Walt? I'm, done. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm oh, finished. okay. Just making sure. I don't know if you want to, you know, talk, tell us about uh, when I you met, wor- worked as I, a Chippendale in Las Vegas, and no, I know. never, I never sold my body for uh, for anything. Um, <laughs> we all sell our bodies. We sell it when we work labor jobs. We sell our bodies. Yes, 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 yes. If you're, well, I, if you're uh, a waitress, you're selling your body. I think right. that. Yeah. I, I forgot it all, about it that. It all yes. comes back to the to the storyline of, you know, what are you going to pay me to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I, I have a habit of asking people, what do you do for money? Because mm-hmm. like, what, what do you do That's for money? That's a loaded question. For, That's a loaded what question. What do you do for money? You know, I mean, it's like, uh, and then you get this like, well, what do you mean? Like, yeah, Alicia. So explain to the folks out there who you are and what you do yeah. and what you do for what, money. What I do also. for money? Yeah, what I do for money. Uh, I have no idea what I do for money, honestly. <laughs> if people mm-hmm. want to send me money, feel free to do so. Um, oh, boy. I, uh, sure. My name is Alicia. I live in Colorado. I'm just kind of a mouthy, opinionated freedom gal who likes to shoot guns with her friends and likes to push the envelope and inspire people to... Speak their mind, fight the government, carry guns, and be free. So that's basically what I do. I nothing, uh, no rhyme or reason to it. I have no idea how I became this person or where I'm going with it. Uh, I just I believe that you have a voice. You need to use it. And if you have to push the envelope and fight back and create thoughts, the best way to do so is with you know all the avenues that we have with your mouth, with your mind, with your with images, anything you can. If you can encourage people to think outside the box, have independent thought, have, you know, have inspiration, then I'm all for it. That's what I do. Awesome. There I you go. I print t-shirts. I, um, what mm-hmm. else do I do? Print t-shirts. I travel. I paint furniture. I shoot guns. I carry weapons. I do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. And where's the place that the folks out there can find you the most? Is it IG? Yeah, usually on Instagram at the Boomstick Babe. That's me. Okay. Um, All right. I have a website. It's really crappy. I need to do something about that. I just haven't had any time whatsoever. But I'm working on having more time to, you know, follow my heart's endeavors here in the next year. 
mm-hmm. make this more of a full time thing. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna try to pull up your uh, Instagram here and show folks, but you know my phone's gonna go a little slow. And we also it's don't okay. want to interrupt the internet, you know, with everything yes, else going on. Don't yeah. pixelate us. Don't I probably need, yeah, I need to shut off some things. But before I shut the things off, let's see here. There's a couple of things. Here, let me uh, let me share something. First of all, let's do that. Let's share some stuff here. What is my button that I press to share the things with? There we go. I think there we go. Okay, so this was on the truth about guns yesterday. Please don't feed the gun prohibitionists. Make informed decisions before you you buy. Uh, and then there's a there's some companies here listed that are obviously out there doing things against the second amendment 2020 vision uh a and m records alley corp alphabet inc which is google right uh uh amalgamated bank ambition amc theaters aol time warner aerial investment artsy this whole thing is going on uh, talking about it says does you do you eat at chipotle shake shack no. panera burger king subway or um have a meal delivered by doordash do you wear clothes from Levi Strauss, The Gap, Gucci? Do you watch CNN, MTV, NBC, HBO? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. And and I guess all of these people are giving money to anti-gun folks out there, people who are doing and saying Gucci just things. dropped me. Gucci just dropped me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Gucci just dropped my money right there. It's like, ah. Uh, they got, did did they, get, they got money from you? Gucci oh, on a regular basis? Junkie. Designer oh, really? junkie, <laughs> designer when junkie. I, but when, bye when bye. I was a, when mm-hmm. I was a young youngster, I used, I worked for a while at uh, a company in Florida here called Moss Brothers, which is a big department store. And I worked mm-hmm. in the warehouse, and I got to see all the Gucci bags and stuff come into the into the warehouse, mm-hmm. and how much they marked that sh- stuff up. Absolutely. Holy cow! Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm um. I'm from a small town. And so I was raised never to pay full price for anything. So I mm-hmm. never do. I shop mm-hmm. very, very frugally. I like nice things, but I don't want to pay the price for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm a, I'm a discount, you know, rack shopping girl. But I tend to do pretty well. Like my friends were just making fun of me. We went to Las Vegas for a friend's birthday uh, two months ago or so, and uh, I went. To Ross, you know, all my friends are shopping at, <laughs> you know, all these, you know, yeah. big bougie shops in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to Ross. And I found me some Gucci shoes at Ross for like 300 go. bucks when those mm-hmm. shoes are probably about eight, nine hundred dollars. So it's like, Ow. I bought my $300 pair of sneakers at Ross and it's like, they're still the same. They're just not paying as much for them. So I'm all That's right probably with not, not paying as much for everything. That's probably not even the most expensive shoes. So here's the thing about that whole list. I guarantee you there's stuff in there we're all spending money on. So what do you guys oh, think we sure. do? Do we do we just stop spending that money or do we have to like is it possible for uh, for us to not support people who hate the second amendment, hate the constitution? Is it possible? I am of I'm absolutely absolutely 100% when it comes to fighting back. The only way that we're going to start making people think about what they're doing and how they're promoting things or who they're in, who they're in bed with essentially is if it mm-hmm. affects them on their bottom line if it affects them mm-hmm. in their pockets and by not promoting things not supporting these things that's how we do it because they could really care less about what we think mm-hmm. they want us to shut up and consume so if we're not consuming 
what are they going to do? They're going to have to find people that will consume and the people that are going to support that. Well, there's going to be tons of those people too. But for yeah. me, I mean, there's, it's that mindset, you know, of how much of a difference can one person make? You know, what's the bigger number, five or one? And, you know, this way we're five. This way we're one. And we, we pack a bigger punch as a fist. And, I mean, we live in a in a beautiful country called the United States of America. And the irony is that we are all divided. There is no unity in the United States of America. So if we unify and the people, I mean, how many gun owners in America are there really? What, over, what, 30 million that we know of? Probably closer to 300 million. That's probably the truth. Mm-hmm. If all of those gun owners put their money where their mouth was and shopped small businesses, stopped patronizing these you know, huge conglomerates and take their money back and stay at home and start, you know, figuring out ways to be more self-sufficient, more small business efficient. We can make a huge impact on what's going on with commerce and with, you know, the way people promote complacency and compliance and dictating how people live their lives. I mean, this goes into not only if we're shopping at these places, we're promoting their belief systems by patronizing them. So, Mm -hmm. for example, I just had a friend the other day say this to me and I don't know why I'm like, bye. I don't even know if I want to be your friend, but they said to me, Hey, let's go to this concert. Let's go to this show here in Denver. And I said, nah, I'm not going. I've seen that person many times, but the concert venue that they want me to go to is requiring to show proof of vaccination. I'm like, sorry, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And the response that I got from my friend was just make a fake vaccination card or take a picture of it. They're not going to know, just, you know, fake it and let's go. And I, I literally said to them, why the hell would I do that? Because by doing that, I'm playing their game. I'm going to go there, buy the ticket to promote this artist that's already okay with promoting, you know, constrictions and, you know, compliance on the people, their beliefs on the people. Now I'm going to support this business institution that's pushing their beliefs on the people. And now I'm going to eat there. I'm going to drink there. I'm going to do stuff. I'm going to spend money. So why would I put my hard earned money into the pockets of people that are telling me how to spend my money or how to be in the first place, how to, how to control my body, what to do with my vote, what to do with my freedom. I'm not with that. They can miss me mm-hmm. with that. Miss me with it. Sorry. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather find a way to make men, you know, make ends meet here at my house. You know, I'll shop from my neighbors. If I need produce, I'll go to my neighbors down the street and say, hey, give me some tomatoes. Give me some celery. Here, I make, you know, infused vodka. Let's trade. I'm old school. I come from a small town like that. If, if you have the will and the desire to make a difference, you will. It's just you have to believe in yourself and follow through with it. You can't sit here and complain about all this stuff that's going on in the world. And you're like, eh, but I'm still going to play the game. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Go yeah. ahead, Walt. I think you're no, making I, some I, good I points gonna, there. I, I was going to tell um, mm-hmm. I was going to tell her that I, I stopped watching the news after the election. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the. I mm-hmm. just I after after the stuff that Fox News pulled and and, and all this stuff, I'm like, nope, nope. I don't. It's all the same crap. It's the same crap that was going on then. It's it's going on now. It's not. Aside from the fact that Black Lives Matter has disappeared, which mm-hmm. <laughs> which is I I told you that was going to happen. I could have told you that shit. Um, well, what about the kids in the camps? You know, what about all these other things that people all this? Uh, and I hate to use the word Democrats because I feel like I'm you know excluding people out. But these are heavy liberal and Democrat, you know, 
talking points, whatever the hell they want to call it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Kids what and happened cages to the and outrage? Yeah. 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 Oh, you mean stuff outrage? that they? Yeah, they go? were mad about it before, but they're not mad about oh, it now so much. Just, well, you, so much. Just, about it now. You, you just, you, you people just are so emotionally attached to everything. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring a lot of kids into America and just ship them on planes and spread them out all over America. You know, without well, anyone yeah, even wait, figuring wait, out uh, who they well, are, and uh, well, wait, hang you know. on, Hank Strange. The the, mm-hmm. the pedophile politicians want that. Don't forget about that. Oh, the thing that. is, they love missing children. <laughs> they yeah. love missing children. They are the contributors to missing children. Yeah. I, you know, I talk about this all the time because you know, I'm I'm the black sheep in my family. You know, I had to unlearn all the things <laughs> yeah. that I was raised to believe. You know, all these you know, small-minded things. And it's like, nobody cares about the missing brown kids. Nobody cares about, you know, the missing brown people. But when you have, you know, a tragedy such as, you know, look at Jean Bonnet, look at this, um, you know, Petito uh, girl that is uh, going on. The chick on. that recently disappeared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they they found, her, uh, about found the her boyfriend. Here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. they said they, that they found, found his remains, you said. Yeah. Yeah, that's, Wal- that's down Walt by me. That's they, down by me. Yeah. Yeah. Walt's here in Florida, and I think uh, that whole thing. And one of the reasons why that blew up, you're right. I think it did blow up because you know here's a little uh, blonde chick, but also because they they were big into van life, which uh, I think is also a thing at this time. But yeah, that's but that's the stuff that people pay attention to. You know what I mean? There's certain things or, that if that if um or if it happens is it to someone where the media is promoting for people to pay attention to because there's other things people want to hear about but right. who controls a, the media who controls the outlet well right? i think it's, a, so it's like that was a that was a great cover story it, it covers up all the other all the other all monkey business going on yeah it's a, it's and, a and the funny thing is everyone pays attention to that everyone you know, it pays attention to certain kinds of things. But to, to Walter's point, I think it is true. We're not hearing about as many shootings, you know, like police. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. What about Chicago? There was there was a weekend not long ago in Chicago. They had like 30 or 40 shootings in one weekend. That's every, you know, well, that's every, every weekend. Matter. That's every weekend yeah, that's in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. That's Chicago. You're too that's sensitive. Chicago. That's all you are. You're just too sensitive. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think, you know, I, I think what you're saying is true. I think so. For example, I remember when Levi and I try, I don't think we can 100% get away from all these companies. Walmart does stuff and I get mad and I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm not going to shop at Walmart. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I got to buy this thing and get it from Walmart. But for example, Levi's, I dropped them a long time ago and went and bought. Um, I buy my jeans from uh, what is it? Triple Lot, Triple Lot Design, something like that. They're expensive, but it's, you know, guys like gun guys making uh, jeans for gun guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would rather do that than to buy some cheap Levi's every couple of years. You know, I'd rather buy some good jeans, even if I spend more money and uh, they last longer and they're more useful to me. But we can we do that in everything, though? That's the question. Even though we want to strive towards it, can we do it in everything? I think the no. system has been designed to make you dependent on it though and that's why mm-hmm. it's so hard to wean yourself off of it um mm-hmm. my family's from trinidad colorado and mm-hmm. i grew up in a very very small town that you had to go if you wanted to shop if you wanted to buy things you'd have to drive you know to pueblo or you'd have to drive to denver and make it 
make it an effort to go out there and, you know, get the things that you want. You want to buy clothes, whatever. You went to town because you had to shop from catalogs, right? Mm -hmm. But it's a very small community where, you know, you, you buy your furniture, you know, from the furniture guy. You buy, you know, your produce from the farm guy. You know, you get your feed from the feed guy. And it was just a very small community. Well, I'd say maybe 20 or so years ago, Walmart came to town. And Walmart built a huge store on the outskirts of town and it Mm -hmm. pushed all of our small businesses into the, you know, they all went bye-bye. And it's because they can't compete one with the cost. You know, the prices at Walmart are insane. Um, Two, the convenience. Everything you need is right there, right? So, but it's, that's the way the system is designed is to make it that you have to, you you can't pass it up. It's like, what am I yeah. going to do? What am I going to do? And even even you if know, you want to switch, those businesses are not in business anymore. You know, so unless yes. we create new businesses to replace those, then they don't. It's like how you were talking about the Gucci shoes. You know, if mm-hmm. you all of a sudden may start making uh, Gucci shoes, then maybe all the gun chicks would buy Gucci shoes from you, you know. But well, you, but I, that's a business I, you I'm would have to get with into. I've ideas of what to de- I've been designing. I, I, I've really been... Um, Mm-hmm. I've been really working on some things that I want to do for, you know, designing stuff for women here in the gun industry. The thing that I'm having a very, very hard time with, and it's so ironic that we're talking about this today, is competing with China mm-hmm. and <laughs> the proper textiles. Is because mm-hmm. all of these things that I want to do and the textiles that I want to get, one of the agreements that I've made to myself in things that I want to create, I want it to be 100% American made. And I want it to be a company that puts food on the table for American families and puts American families first for an American belief system. If my things that I'm designing or for gun toting American citizens with, you know, American flags, all of it, blah, blah, blah. And then you get it in the mail. and It's like designed in America, produced mm-hmm. in China. It's mm-hmm. completely counterproductive because mm-hmm. the issue with China is also and nobody wants to talk about it is the way they value their money. For every American dollar, you get $6 in China. Not only that, they can produce and do anything that they want. They don't have intellectual property the way that we have intellectual property, and they don't value intellectual property the way America values intellectual property. You know, you go to, you know, say you have a gal, which I have a gal right now who's, I designed some shirts. She's pawning them off at her as hers. She had my designs printed on shirts and she's passing them off of her designs well that's intellectual property right you're you're Mm -hmm. stealing but the thing is you go to china and somebody does the same thing say you build a widget and china goes and builds a widget and markets it they're going to you know tell you hey thank you for building such a a a creative and awesome widget it's feeding my family because it's a cultural mindset that they have that's completely different ours they don't value things the way that we value things so it's more than just one issue that we're facing here. But there's so many small businesses that we could be supporting. I just don't think that there's enough um, information on those. They don't have the marketing. You know, people aren't involved in their communities enough to know, first of all, who their neighbor is, what resource they provide or what they can provide or what you can get out of that person. Because people have become so addicted to technology, they've stopped be involved in their community they're involved and they're caring about people that they've never met and athletes that they're never met to impress people that they ne- they won't ever even know so 
We've got the whole system backwards. It's all these small things that we're doing to create a lifestyle that's causing all these problems, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Walt, did you want to jump in there? Uh, I see 42 Chilled said it's hard to compete with China on cost. Exactly. There are are things people buy here in America, I mean, you know, that that are made here. Another another issue that that we have Mm -hmm. in this country is called lawyers, too, Mm -hmm. and the legal system. Attorneys, yes. And the the Environmental Protection Agency, and Mm -hmm. and it goes on and on and on. So you you go to China, you can get anything you made. They don't give two licks about anything with the environment Mm or i mean okay and on the other end you go to this country and they and 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 they want to tell you you can't catch your own rainwater Mm -hmm. so where's the when when people start complaining about people having stuff made in china i go well aren't you going to complain about the laws that prevent you from making those things in here in the u.s Mm -hmm. or or the regulatory agencies, much like ATF, that 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 dictate all these rules, which they're not law, but they can do it because they're regulatory agencies. They can tell because you because they're giving you permission regulator. to exist in the first mm-hmm. place. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. I mean, I live in Colorado, where I think it was in the last five years that they changed the law that we were able to collect rainwater. Which I've always thought was oh man, they're, they're, that's so bullshit. nice of them. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. Yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to you say may, words. You may collect God's water now. <laughs> we, we grace you with the blessings. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I have a really mm-hmm. hard time with authority. I I've, no. I've come to terms with it. Yeah, I've come okay. to terms with it. I have a hard mm-hmm. time with authority. So. One of the issues I'm dealing with is if you tell me no, it automatically makes me want to do it. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm like, but I gotta do it now, uh, yeah. just for the sake of freedom. Is that everything? Is that everything, Alicia? For the you know, most part, I mean, okay, I don't do okay. I don't do drugs. I don't. Right. Do, uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a square when it comes to that. I I respect my body, but mm-hmm. when you tell me, like for example, I went yeah. to AT&T and the guy told me I couldn't go in there without a mask, and I was mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mandates aren't laws you know and i was like and Mm -hmm. laws are made by politicians that are put there to collect Mm -hmm. money to -hmm. enforce those laws to make you dependent on the system so i go really deep down that rabbit hole so so in colorado are they still doing that because i know like for example at airports around the country they're still doing that nonsense but are are businesses still doing that in colorado some are some are. And what's okay. happening in my, my wow. beautiful state is that all these people, my, my state's being very Californianized. Mm. And lots of liberals is becoming a safe haven for sissy ass bitches. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> That's okay. And it, it really I'm surprised you last, Alicia. <laughs> I'm surprised you lasted this long. <laughs> when Walter was trying to be nice, in my brain I went, I don't I don't think Walter knows what's you know, coming. You know, you know what Colorado's when, problem when, is? <laughs> our mayor too, and our governor. Well, this is the thing. I mean, people those California people moved there because it's so beautiful. Look at this. Look well, at no, this but why but why are they go but why are California people going to Nevada, we have Colorado? Taxes, we have taxes. amazing resources. Because, We're a first time water user. We have every branch of the military here. 
we have the mountains, we have the most beautiful four seasons that you can have. And before that, our cost of living and, you know, our environment was beautiful. Yeah, now they've but- driven up the cost of living and they they have all these, you know, insurance settlements from when they're all their houses burned down and you know they ruined all their shit they soaked up all their resources so <laughs> they want to come to my hometown <laughs> and they want to soak up all mine but and so the thing is like, Cal- cali is beautiful california is a beautiful place but eh, it's not it's not easy like to live shit. it's not easy to live there with all the draconian laws Mm-mm. but they're bringing no, those laws here there. That's the irony. Yeah. Is like, yeah. So, oh, so even though Colorado not, is a beautiful here to do anything that's imperative to help people's life quality, such as, hey, change the employment laws here. Here in the state of Colorado, mm-hmm. you can get fired for any reason without them having to say a damn thing. And it's like, ah, screw you. We don't want you here. Booted. Mm-hmm. But California, mm-hmm. you can't do that. They mm-hmm. won't bring those quality of laws here that are for the people. They're bringing laws here like, I'm afraid of guns. I was raised around. <laughs> You know, ooh, those things scare me. Ah, let's make them safer here, too. When, as a matter of fact, Colorado never really had that bad of crime. I mean, if you come here and you walk around this city, one thing that you will realize, and I'm very proud to say this, is there are no ghettos in Colorado. We may have poverty-stricken areas. You know, we may have mm. poor people, but there are no ghettos, especially compared to large cities. I mean... Are, are there are there gangbangers in Colorado? There's no oh, gangs. Oh, there's a shit ton of that. Oh, but okay. <laughs> the, say. the one thing uh-huh. I will say about Colorado is mm-hmm. even our gangsters have respect for their homes. Even gangsters have respect for Granny's house. And mm-hmm. you have homes here that are beautiful homes that were gentrified and gentrified and gentrified because they were pushing people of color out of the city for so many years. They settled in these neighborhoods and, you know, they have five, six generations that have been living in this neighborhood and in that same home. And what's happening now is with the influx of all these people moving here, they're coming and they're saying, dang, these houses are super nice. Look at these. We can afford with our insurance settlements to pay six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars for a house. It's really not worth that much, but they want to be close to the city. You know, they is, want is the there really benefits is there to come there? And they're is getting there, robbed. They're getting vandalized because okay. those areas are heavy gang territory. Okay. Is there really that many people coming from California that got the, like what you're saying with the, they got the checks because of the houses burned down and they're moving to, it's, it's almost like a Katrina type of deal. It is. Everybody's you know, like, clean. And this around, is a sanctuary yeah. for them because we have everything that we need here. I mean, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a hardcore ride or die OG Colorado broad, you know. Give me a, you know, I'll kill it, I'll eat it, I'm going to recycle, I save the planet, but, mm-hmm. you know, don't tread on me kind of mindset. And it's a it's a hippie, it's a hippie gun-toting vibe that everybody just wants to be chill. We say hi to our neighbors, you know, we're really nice. But all these different, you know, mentalities coming here and treating it like, oh, hey, I love you, now change. You know, that's happening mm-hmm. and there's a lot of pushback. And it's unfortunate because... Our gun rights in the state of Colorado are being kicked down left and right. And Colorado is known for, you know, mass shootings. And, you know, I got I got a whole bunch of people hollering at me the other day. I went on a local podcast here because they asked me about the shooting that happened at King Supers. I said, gee, how convenient it was that right before they proposed, you know, new gun control methods that a shooting happens in one of the richest, whitest, most idealistic towns to live in. 
mm-hmm. you know, they got served. What's Kane Supers? Is that a supermarket or what was that? Uh, it's Kroger. It's Kroger. Oh, Kroger. So okay. wherever you are in different places, you know, it's they're whatever they call Kroger. So here it's King mm-hmm. Supers. Mm-hmm. But it's true. And I mean, you mm-hmm. if you inoculate people enough with fear, they're going to perpetuate it and they're going to teach it and they're going to promote it. And with all the people coming here, it's a it's a great new opportunity. You know, if you're a politician, no tragedy should go unopportunized or opportunized or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. that's exactly the point is let's make yeah. this and exploit it. And, you know, with all the new people coming here, all the voters, all this stuff, let's take advantage of it. And, you know, let's get yeah. more gun control. So I think I think, Walter, you would agree with me. I'm not trying to um, take down what you're saying about Colorado. But that's happening all over. I mean, Florida's suffering from that nonsense too, right, Walt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We I don't I don't know if we get so many people from California, but we get all the people from New York and up yeah. all those north. Uh, I've North seen Eastern. a lot of California plates here, man. When this uh, in the last year and a half, there's been, I I agree with you. When I from the time I started living here, we got a lot of New Yorkers. I mean, I came from New York and New Jersey. Um, so I'd rather yeah, have New Yorkers in New Jersey. Of, no, you, no, you, <laughs> no, you don't. no, 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 yeah, no, you don't want them. You don't want them. They're bad. Know, like, <laughs> they, like, they, move into the, the they move in, they move into the deed restricted communities and mm-hmm. everything's got to be like Disneyland and, you know, it's mm-hmm. got to be quiet and perfect and, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I, that's not the world. You gotta live in a neighborhood, just a regular old neighborhood where people have, you know, you might get lucky, and that guy next to you is driving a Rolls Royce, and the guy on the other side might have a beat up old Chevrolet. You know, mm-hmm. you, that's the real world. And I, I, I'm just, I, people come here for Florida for a lot of reasons. They come to Florida because it's warm, because they're tired of the cold. We don't have a state income tax in Florida either. So a lot of these cheap bastards want to come down here and live with no income tax, but they also want to bring their, their leftist ideas about guns and about people and about people <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and um so yeah and we just have to deal with this florida used to be you never had to worry about gun control in florida because it was always mm-hmm. florida but now you got these politicians that are on the take and you can't tell me they're not on the take they're all on the fucking take now and um, yes i wasn't the first one to say that word yes oh, hell, oh you can say it all you want i don't know that, that's, that gets me pissed no. off when not all you them. want not all you want but feel free yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. When yeah. It really, when it's really when it's really needed um yeah um but you know when when these these republicans are i get these mailers in the mail they're doing this they're doing that they're making your you know this and that and not a word about about the second amendment or or nope. a constitutional yeah. carry or anything else but they're mm-hmm. making you know they're they're making you feel like you're they're really involved in your life and it's like they're nothing but a bunch of putzes so sorry um sorry, i've guys. seen in this in this last year and a half believe it or not i've seen a lot of california plates here in florida i but usually that's not the thing right. we do we get the new yorkers we get people from michigan and stuff like that but i've also seen colorado i've seen it all and what's happening is that everyone is moving around the country because one of these days we're going to try to get the hell out of Florida. Florida is getting messed up because people are coming over here and creating mm-hmm. stupid ass laws. And we already have a lot of people here that, that act like they're Republicans or conservatives and they yeah. really aren't. The The other day, a friend of mine was uh, was like uh, bragging to me that he went he went to play golf with one of the guys here in the local Gainesville area that um, 
that's uh, a state senator that um, is responsible for gun control here. And and they were playing golf with Jeb Bush, and he was bragging to me. I was like, dude, no, I don't even. I don't even want to hear about Jeb Bush. Don't even get I mean, me started. <laughs> you know, see, and he's like, the oh, what's the, it's what's two the matter heads of the you? same coin. People yeah. think that it's, you know, red against blue. It, mm-hmm. I, I use that connotation all the time. They play golf together. They're mm-hmm. homies. It, they're doing mm-hmm. the same moves. They're making the same lies. They're, they're, if you're not one of the 1% of the world that controls the money, we're all brown. After that, we're all the discards of the world. They hate us all equally. So it's like, Mm -hmm. don't forget that they're the biggest gang. They're the ones that are controlling stuff. Everything that they say to you is just a lie to create the two paradigm debate. You know, it's the divide and conquer. First of all, let's divide the people by blue and red. Okay. Uh, And then it's just all -hmm. downhill from there. Yeah. We've got um, Michael Avon says Washington State used to be a great place to live. Now it's North California. Just counting days until retirement so I can move to a free state. I love Everyone's- Washington too. That's a thing. It, I love Washington. Mm-hmm. It's one of the states that I used to visit at least two, three times a year. And I just love it because the food's excellent. The environment's excellent. It's very similar aesthetically to Colorado. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The the laws are just going to crap there. So can and I, I feel can so I bad for the, all the like the police and the firemen and everything mm-hmm. that they're going through right now. And I'm proud of them for not working and upholding their beliefs and standing strong. But I mean, everybody's taken a hit in that state. Yeah. So let me say something. Um, and by the way, HBO was on the list, but I'm just about to talk about. No, is it HBO? I'm watching. No, I'm watching this on something else. I'm actually watching The Handmaid's Tale. Have you guys seen okay. that? You on Amazon. That is? is it? It's I think on it's Amazon on, Prime, I think. Or or Hulu, something like that I'm looking at it on. But I listened to the audiobook. I was traveling recently and I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to this audiobook. A lot of people seem to like this thing. I'm going to listen to it. Here's the funny thing. The Handmaid's Tale was written by a very liberal person back in the day. It's an old story. And mm-hmm. she wrote it saying that this is what's going to happen when the conservatives take over. You know, they're going to be like Nazis. It's going to be real draconian laws. That's I'm, te- I'm just trying to tell you. I remember mm-hmm. I said this the other day. I remember when I was a kid in high school, the people that had us read like 1984 and Brave New World and all that kind of stuff were the very liberal teachers that they're like, oh, you know, you got to be careful because if these people take over the world, this is what is going to happen. But look at who's running the world right now and how draconian they are. Of course, because if you don't agree with them, you go to the camp. Liberal <laughs> used to be a good <laughs> thing, though. That's the thing is, mm-hmm. you know, liberal used to have a different connotation from what oh, I was Oh, yeah, that about. used to be the free and thinking, you know, um, uh, you know, anti-war people, all this stuff and all this, you know, anti-nuke and all this. And it's it's become a safe haven for millennials. And I mean, Sa- well, I guess you can consider me a millennial. I'm 40. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, I was so. raised right with, you know, a lot of good ideas. I was also raised by... My mother's family. That's oh god, they're so democratic. I can't even yeah. can't even socialize. We'll, we'll, I'm we'll, like, uh. the we'll get into that. Also, be, became a safe haven, safe haven for the freak show too. I'm a freak show. So. Uh-huh. No, no, I'm talking. No, 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 no. I'm talking about you haven't you haven't sewed up your slot. 
You oh. haven't put off. That, <laughs> okay, I'm well. not Trinidad, Colorado. That, well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about, but, the freak show, uh-huh. where, where uh-huh. everything is okay. It's all right. You can... You can you can you can you can you can be what you want with whoever you want, however you want, and it's okay. It's all right. You know, I, uh, <laughs> and that's the, I go in hard general, on that subject. Yeah, in I general, it, it yeah, in general, it is all right as long as long as it doesn't start affecting other people. But it destroys you know, the. Uh, it just it's it's slowly one inch by inch, day by day, destroying the moral compass. Sorry. I, I you believe agree with me or not, that there is the some compass. truth to what you're saying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you lose I, your morals, I, I was, once you lose your guiding principles, it's done. It's over. I'm as queer as the day is long. <laughs> I mean, I've I was raised in Trinidad, Colorado. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the sex change capital of the world. You know, I used to fish in Doctor Biber's Stock Lake. He was the doctor that you know pretty much headed that type of sex reassignment surgery. One of my you know most of my favorite relatives are queer as hell. My favorite uncle in the entire world was more flaming than a room full of fire. I mean, he wore makeup and platform shoes, but he would always refer to himself as a faggot. And he would tell me all the time, I'm a faggot, honey. I'm a faggot. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he knew exactly what he was. He didn't ask anybody to like him or dislike him because of it, but he wasn't about to change who he was and his belief systems. And so I understand the struggle of you know, being weird and being queer and all that stuff. I mean, let's but face once, it. I, one of my, one of my very once, first relationships I was in was with a woman and she and I are great friends to this very day. But that, I, I mean, se- to me, well, your sexual preference should not have anything to do with the way you live your life. And if you have the ability to be treated right or be treated with decency. However, I will say that, these days, I don't think people who are transgender or gay and whatever, who I piss off by saying this, it's whatever, have ever really understood what it means to have struggle. They're living in a society where whatever you are, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I don't think they really know what it means to be beaten in the streets, to be thrown out of your home, to be robbed, raped, beaten, you know, pushed out of school, all of these things for being queer or being different. And they're basically being told that they have a platform because of their feelings, not because of their choices. And it's let's coddle your feelings because you feel this way. Let's shelter you rather than saying, okay, why are you feeling this way? Let's address the problems. What are the social issues and constraints that you're going to? And let's let's look at this an objective problem solving manner, because if you want to change your sex and you want to, you know, you want to be somebody else, Hey, go for it. Do I think that you know what you're doing before the age of 25? No, you don't even have a fully frontal load that's developed. So to even to make a cognitive based decision, it it, it shouldn't, it's not the government's place to coddle these. Well, let me not, and or pay for it and or pay for it. Yeah, let me do so. something here real quick, Walt. One sec, one second. I want to shout out Ham Radio 
I see him in the chat, Ham Radio 2.0. We are trying to get him on. We're going to talk about Ham Radio stuff and all that here in the future. So that's the dude right there. Anyone who's watching and you're interested in like, uh, you know, radios and that kind of stuff, go check him out. We're going to get him to come on. Here, here's my thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what, Alicia, there's nothing that you said in that stuff. There's nothing about other people. Like I grew up in New York City. You know, I watched people that I loved and I cared about, uh, you know, die from AIDS and stuff like that. But here's my thing all of us all of us are struggling there's white people that are mm -hmm. struggling black people struggling gay people struggling straight people struggling men are struggling women are struggling so once once we once we start twisting the world where one person struggle because of whatever it is and i'm not saying that that things people are doing to them are wrong or right but just their thing outweighs everyone else's thing that's when we have a massive problem when when a guy decides that he's a woman because he decides he's a woman and that outweighs actual women yeah <laughs> you know i mean we got a massive problem <laughs> and you look the other way as he commits crimes and things like that okay so, yeah, I mean, I think that's where that's where the rubber meets the road. You, you expect society just to sit back and let take this forever? Oh, I don't think. I think that I we make excuses they, for be, not being. Be people are making this, excuses this really like nasty. you're not sympathetic or empathetic to their situation because they choose to be, or you know, I'm not saying choice. I know you it's think. not about choice. Maybe they mm -hmm. feel that they're this or that. I get that. Whatever. You know, I, I identify as a, you know, multi-billionaire. So what am I supposed to do? Anyway, uh, send me um, some money. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> right. But the thing is, it's that it's not my place mm -hmm. and it's not your place to tell me how to live my life or impose your way of life on me Thank either. You. And mm -hmm. it's, a, it's cool. a live and let live the way I get down. I don't care what you mm -hmm. do as long as you're not oh. hurting me and you're not or. hurting somebody else or infringing on my freedoms. Or right. you get some, you get some special um, um, by the government to special impose treatment. your way on everybody. Well, so, you're yeah, special. I, well, it's you're, like you're, um, because you think you're special. You're not yeah, special. You, you just think well, you're special. Well, do you I remember? Know I'm special. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, which kind of special are you? Are you the special <laughs> special or the I'm special? Sure. Listen, <laughs> but listen, it's I, like I, uh, pe do you remember people used to say who died and made you mayor? Here's one of the things that I want to know, like who died and made this person the mayor of all the black people? Who who did that? Who, who died, died and the, made this? The, the, who died and made this? Yeah. Who died and made this person the representative of all the gay people or all the gay men? It's very all true. the gay women. It's like very who, true. who the hell? Who, who the hell did that? When did when it's did that true. election happen? You know, that's what I'm saying. When it comes to unity, you know, the United States, everybody's mm -hmm. so divided. They, every community has their own issues. I say this all the time, like, mm -hmm. you know, skin folk ain't kin folk, honey. Just because you look the same, we are the same, something blah, 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 that doesn't mean we're the same. It means I care about your right to be different, but not on the fact that you can disregard my freedoms <laughs> for yours. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. when the lights go down, we're all equal, honey serious when yeah, shit hits the fan we're all equal it's your ability to you know make the most out of your situation that should be defining people as humans and instead we're allowing people's trifles and tribulations to define them as humans and that's yeah. a society that is going to fall here 
very soon. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I think Walt. Walt, you want to get something? You want to say something there? Uh, special laws for special people. Special rules for special people. Special, special, special. Everybody Where you know special. what? None of us. None of us are equal. <laughs> none of us are equal. We all have different we things have, that make we, us better we, than other people or worse than other people. We, we should just be special. equal under the law. There, there right. just needs we to be we one. We already have that. We already have that. We don't need special for this group and special for that because no. No, yeah. we don't. We don't need special dispensations because you decided you wanted to. to but to, this is to, what to this, marry this, a horse, okay? Yeah, but this and, is and what's. But listen, this is what's even happening with the companies. Like, if I turn, I remember. Do you remember? So let's say we go back. When was it that we were having all the the riots in the cities over like Black Lives Matter and 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 the cop stuff? That was what a year and a half ago, maybe. And all of us, yeah, all of a sudden, uh, you know, Amazon and this place and that place—they're all about the black people now, you know. And, and I'm like, dude, you're just pissing me off. With you know, all of a sudden now you you know the uh, you you know you know the black people. <laughs> you, you know what you know what they're about. You know what they're yeah. about. Yeah, right. They're all about the money. That's all they're about. Well, so. you have to separate separate people again. It's becoming black versus white again. And I mean, it's right now. It's it's about indigenous people. This is the month we're we're supposed to be focusing on that. You think anybody's even doing anything about that? Do you see any indigenous people commercials? Do you see anything talking about that? <laughs> no, well, you don't. Well, how, how long do you have to I, be I here to be that. indigenous? If you've been here for well, four when you talk about years, indigenous people, we're talking <laughs> about mestizos like Aztecs, Indians, Native mm-hmm. Americans, people of that nature that mm-hmm. that I, literally I, have been here forever. But the thing is, those people have been eradicated, and you know, dead men don't tell tales. So American yeah. history was based off of the and who did successors to right. write those stories. But, but here's the so you're right, and but here's the funny thing about the planet. Who's indigenous to the planet? Who's replaced who? In different places of the world. If we go to different places of the world, including America, okay? And I'm not trying to belittle anything because I I get it. I'm with it. But wherever we go, we're going to find that one tribe came and replaced another. Absolutely. That's the way the world has been working. Now, you know. I I love America, (laughs) and I'm a very, very proud American person. But mm-hmm. the truth is, America was built on, you know, rape, torture, invasion, and murder. But that's the what? history of life. You know, that's what I mean? like that's the history of the yeah. That's the history is, of Rome. The history it's, of the history, it's the history. It's the history of of, of uh, England. <laughs> the it history of it Russia. Don't you, it don't matter where you go. All <laughs> the history of Africa. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. of, of Every, different of countries there. The, you know, like we were just talking about. You mm-hmm. know, saying, well, you know, I'm special because I don't know one race of people that hasn't suffered. You know, some sort of atrocity, some sort of you know, but also, ha- but or, also haven't done it to awful. someone else, but exactly. also haven't done it to someone. I'm not saying that <laughs> exactly. to belittle. This is like, this is the crazy dichotomy Nobody's of human life free of, of anything. You know what I mean? Like no heritage yeah. is free of, you know, anything negative. Like everybody's done it, something. Every it, history has done something. We have to yeah. build it, things based it, on it, now it, and modern times and what we're doing right now. And it's like, everybody's so caught up in, well, my struggle validates me. My struggle is more important than yours. Nah, bro. Nah, we're all equal at this point. It's like, I don't know anybody at this, in this day and age 
other than maybe, you know, sex traffickers and some things of that nature, people that are sex trafficking that haven't. And some politicians have been put some politicians in that in that mix that we can get rid of. Yeah, true, true. But (laughs) everybody has their hands dirty. Everybody has had something in their life that has touched them when it comes to some sort of atrocity or genocide. So it's like instead of focusing on what we could do to prevent those things and educate people on the true forms of history and that it will repeat itself and why things are happening, our school systems have become government schools instead of public schools where they don't even teach those parts of history anymore. And it makes you ask yourself, well, why? Because they're going to do it again. That's why ignorant people are easier to get the jump on. Aloof people are the easiest to get the jump on. Who do criminals target most? The ones that aren't aren't paying attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing is, it's like one of the things that that brings to mind is if you look at the the Jewish people in general, right? I know I'm probably getting in trouble for that. But if you look at a set of people that, you know, uh, went through what Jews went through in history of the world, all the way up to World War II, not even just World War II, okay? Because you can go back in time and find uh, different parts of the world, including England, where uh, Jews are persecuted. Now these are people who 100% believe in persecuting other people and taking away their rights. (laughs) They 100% believe in in making people wear like, uh, you know, what, like, uh, you know, stars of David. So we know who you are. We know that you didn't get the COVID. Yeah, you didn't get the COVID. Like a person who you in your in your cultural history, you went through that. You're going to go for that. That's just like, you know, like my ancestors were, were, uh, you know, in the um, in the let's say, you know, they were part of the West African slave trade that went on. And we're actually going to we're actually going to say, let's take guns away from people. (laughs) Let's take away people's ability to defend themselves. Let's do that. Because that's not going to go to a bad place. Australia doesn't need guns. Australia doesn't need that. Be like Australia. Give me a break. I need a permission slip to go to the grocery store in Australia. Some of the most dangerous place. Yeah, some of the most dangerous places in the world, the people are going to give up their rights to defend themselves. They already are. That's the thing. That's they already are. And everybody's like, oh, for the greater good, the greater good. And it's like, what gave you the opportunity to speak for me? Just like you were saying, like, mm-hmm. who made mm-hmm. you mayor of Browntown? Who made you, who voted you <laughs> as, to represent me? Like, you don't represent me. Like, sorry, I'm not with that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I tell people all the time, you need to use your voice. You need to, you, you need to use your voice. If you don't, if you don't agree with something, don't comply with it. You have to start saying no. You have mm-hmm. to learn the power of no. And people are so concerned with missing out on what they think they need to be a part of that they're willing to give away their rights for the hope that it's going to be better. It's like that's not how this works. You need to look back into history and to see every time that you are being coerced to do something is because there was a even more intricate, more evil maniacal plot behind it like Mm -hmm. none of this is shrouded in in rainbows and you know hopes for a better future that's not what this is about yeah there's some people always manipulating people that's what they're up to walter what are you messing around with there i know it's not a rifle since we can't obviously handle guns what you got there an upper it's just a black upper yeah just sitting on the side here it just felt it felt lonesome yeah i had to touch it 
you had to get your hands on it had to get your hands on it yeah alicia yeah we're not supposed to be showing we're not supposed to be handling any guns i'm plan. i'm sorry there's like a big mosquito flying around here i'm planning on doing something on that i'm working on it for people so we could go back to when we're alive that we're showing stuff here i know we're i think we're we're having a good conversation this is what i like about alicia if you think you got her this pinned down you gun. don't have her pinned down that's an air gun so no we yeah, can show them like how that's no, behind you, can, you. you that's can, fine you you yeah. can have a whole room full of guns behind you. You just can't touch it. Yeah, so I do. it's such a stupid. It's such a stupid. <laughs> Alicia, oh, it's such too, a stupid. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such a stupid rule. But we could talk. We could talk about guns here for a second if you want to. What kind of guns, guns are you into? Without showing the guns, without showing the guns necessarily, like, like you know, handling them. I could show stuff if you want to. If you've got something on your Instagram, I was going to pull up your Instagram, but let me see. By the way, did I pull your Instagram up? Let me see. I'm going to show the people your Instagram here in a second, but go ahead. Tell us what kind of guns you're into. I love handguns. I love mm -hmm. handguns and I love tiny little rifles. That's my thing. Um, I think for, I've been putting it off. I've been telling myself to save money, but shout out to Tactical Life Firearms. They have a couple of really wicked rifles that I'm just jonesing mm -hmm. for that I want to buy. So I'll probably okay. buy I'm showing some stuff from you. Yeah, I don't know what here people want to see necessarily from the the website. I'm trying to pull up some videos, but this is what your this is what your Instagram looks like here for people. Yes. The boomstick babe. That is me. For anyone who wants to try it, who wants to what? What caliber are these are these guns you're jonesing for? Uh, one of them is um chambered in two two three five five six, and you could switch the barrel off to make it a three hundred blackout, which to oh. me is like. Jesus and the Holy Spirit to me. It's like, you know, <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Spirit on their oh, own. Like, yeah, 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 you're going to yeah, be yeah. one of them if I bust it out. So it's like, I'm good with that. So, <laughs> I'm worthy. I'm worthy. Yeah. I'm worthy. Yeah. I, I like this picture. Now. I like this picture on your, um, on your Instagram right here. <laughs> yeah. So I'm shout out to my up. Gucci holster. This, this was in the, was this in a, was this in a bathroom or some kind of toilet? Yes. Somewhere? Yes. Okay. All right. So okay. I'm very small. I'm a small lady. I'm 4'11". I'm oh. pretty heavy. You know, I'm 150 pounds, but I'm short. So I have mm -hmm. no torso. I have like a little baby, tiny torso. And it's very, mm -hmm. very difficult when you have, you know, little tiny little Muppet hands and a tiny little body to <laughs> conceal properly, to be mm -hmm. able to access that firearm, you know, and what to do with that firearm in yeah. feminine situations. I'm, I'm throwing some pictures so, of you with dudes. Uh, this is, this is from, uh, this is some of, some of our friends here. Yeah. Yes. There you go. All righty. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so you're a little tiny person, you're Lilliputian, you're telling us, which... Yeah, so it's very, it? very difficult to find remedies to conceal and, you know, enjoy life and not be compromised mm -hmm. in the things you're doing. So one of the issues mm -hmm. that you have, well, I have as a woman is, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. You know, I'm mm -hmm. having a holster right here in the front of me. I don't wear a belt. Sometimes I wear the ulti clip. Sometimes I do not. You know, mm -hmm. here's the... Ulti clip. I could show holsters and stuff like this, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's interesting. See through. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like it and I don't. It's kind of. It's different. It's like a different Kydex thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I I normally carry on an everyday basis a Glock 42 or a Glock 43X. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a Glock 43, but I want to sell it and get okay. rid of it and get a 365 Sig, um, because mm. just the size. 
um, the bigger the gun, the, the harder it is for me to be able to maneuver all the functions on it properly. And, you know, drawing, if I have to rotate my hands or move my hands, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, not convenient for me. I love my Glock 42. I, I love it. It's perfect size for me. The thing is, nobody wants to make me 380 ammo right now. Oh. So I have nine millimeter ammo out the yip yap sure. over here. But I'm sure some people you could probably get some 380. LV Louis Cipher says he has 300. He has a 300 black barrel for you, Boomstick Baby. He says. <laughs> All right. L- LV Lu- yeah, LV Louis. I don't know whether you know you're single or whatever. I'll get in trouble with Lola if we go too far down that road. <laughs> yeah. She, I she, am very say, much. Uh-huh. A um, independent woman, so I'm oh, a, you're not. I'm a hard you're not. Sp- chick you're not spoken with. for. You're not spoken for. Um, at this moment, some will at this say moment. that they are. Some will say that I am. Some oh. will say that I am not. Uh, oh, so I get it. So some of your I'm people. In a relationship so, with me. <laughs> but some people <laughs> are in relationships with. You have to be in a relationship with me. No, I, Walter. That translates to some people are in relationships with her, but she's not necessarily. Or ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lies. I have a sweetheart. We've been together Uh probably about almost, uh, probably going on seven years. I'm Uh contemplating leaving Colorado. I'm contemplating moving out of the state. And, you know, that Mm -hmm. brings up a lot of things that, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't take things with you. You can't take people with you. I, I really want to venture out. I've lived in the state my whole life. I'm sick of it. I can't train outside with guns the way I want to all the time. I, you know, you go to ranges, you can't draw from holster here. There's, there's just a lot of shit that I'm not okay with here in the state of Colorado. And I don't want to seem like I'm being an asshole. I think that I love everybody that I've been with. The person that I share my life with is probably one of the most amazing men I've ever met. He's Mm -hmm. fabulous. He's a god amongst men. He really is. But oh my goodness gracious. This is too much praise. This is too much praise for a dude. Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to leave myself. You know, I wish I wish I could hear Lola Strange because of that thing. I my my dream, my my secret fantasy in life before I die and kick it off the face of this planet would be to hear Lola Strange go that I'm a god amongst men. <laughs> I'm sure she thinks so. No, uh, I really. Oh no, really, no, 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 no! I really think she probably thinks that. Uh, no, I think you've met Lola before. I don't. I have. I don't think she's gonna. Go, she's not going to that level. But uh, respect, respect to the what, to whoever gets that. Let me nice ask a serious, serious question. Where, where, where would you consider? Yeah, where do you want to go? Atlanta. I would go to Atlanta. Georgia. Where? Georgia. If I even, yeah. I'm like, even if I just move out there for a year, train with. Why? The why Georgia? Why Georgia? Is it because Ken uh, Scott, Provectus Group's out there. Devin Perkins is out there. You know, uh, uh, we've Katie's got Kevin Dixie. Yeah, uh-huh. I got some really excellent trainers that I respect and I love. I can train outdoors. And one thing about the firearms community is not everybody is someone you really want to listen to when it comes to an instructor to tell you how to save your life. I'm a firearms instructor myself. At the same mm-hmm. time, I, I think that everybody can get better and everybody needs to learn and you always have to be a student of the game. And those Mm -hmm. are people that I really respect how they train and how they teach. And I think they understand me as a person also. And we have great chemistry and I will listen to them. Okay. So I value them on that level. And if it's about making myself better and having a sense of adventure, well then I'm all for it. Right. Cause George, George is one of those places in flux also. Yes. Um, Unfortunately. And, and it's 
and it's probably for the same reasons too. So, yes, um, yeah. I mean, what's what's a safe state? What's a safe state right now, Walt? I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, question. is there one? Know. Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, and some of the other southern states that people de- okay. that, that that the northerners are scared to move into because they're so, uh, you know, the Klan will come get you if you live in you know, <laughs> you know. uh, oh, the Oh, like you know, like no, that. no. One, it's not like that, I'll and two, the Klan is going to get wet up. <laughs> yeah. I'll but I'm just, I'm just saying, saying some places have this. Mm-hmm. Some some states have this aura about them. You know, I, I can live anywhere myself. It doesn't matter to me. You know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. those, my uh, Colorado's. Uh, this sounds really bad. Colorado's oh getting very white, very oh white, <laughs> and it's losing diversity. And I think mm-hmm. that when you lose diversity, you lose culture, and you lose connection with what makes things unique and special. And everything mm-hmm. becomes very, very bland, very, uh, and. I can't get with it right now. It's really, it's really irritating me very much. So I was in, I I was in a bar last week on a Friday, took myself out for a drink and I had two white chicks come up to me, you know, hitting on me, telling me how nice I look and all this stuff. And then she was, she said, well, you're from here. I said, yeah, I'm from here. She was like, well, what are you? And I said, what do you mean? What am I? She was like, uh, what's your race? And I said, I'm so Spanish and I'm, you know, my family's Mexican and I'm United States American. Why? She's like, well, Colorado's very white and there's no black people here. And I said, okay. <laughs> and the irony, these are some very liberal is, people. I'm going to guess <laughs> the irony these are some is super I'm liberals. in five points, which is mm-hmm. considered and it's called the Harlem of the West just because of, the way things migrated, the music migrated, the people, etc. But mm-hmm. what's happening is that whole area has been gentrified so heavily that all the people that were, you know, native to that area have been pushed out, bought out, mm-hmm. forced out, and now it's very white. And I was like, "Are you are you serious?" She's like, "I'm from D.C." And she was just she was just trolling for the BBC, is what it really was. And I'm like, "Well, wait, 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 all, what, you're not going to find it here." Trolling she for was the trolling for the BBC. What is the definition you know, of the BBC here? I mean, are we talking about the, the? Oh, okay. All right. I mean, we could have been talking about we could have been talking about the British Broadcasting Channel. I, I don't no. know. <laughs> I she, don't was know trolling, the, she was trolling. She was trolling for some poetry. I'm sure. How much you want to bet, Walter? Walter, did you know what the BBC was? I knew. I, Not I knew. really, but I figured well, if, thanks, if, if, if 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 thanks, if girl if girl if girls are hitting you on you, it's not because they're the, you know it's, it's yeah. I don't, yeah, I they're not necessarily look looking way. for the beef. I look. I look a little. I look a certain way. I bring a certain vibe of people out. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, she was telling me that you know, there's no there's no black people in Denver. And I was like, you're saying that in one of the most what? traditional black neighborhoods. And I was like, first of all, you're not going to find it here because this area was literally gentrified to bring people like you here. I'm so, sorry. There's a neighborhood in uh, Colorado that has a lot yes. of black people. Okay. Oh yeah. There's tons of them. Okay. But the, the thing about Colorado is it's uh-huh. very segregated. People don't oh. tend to leave their neighborhoods. It's still a very, you know, people don't then, mingle here. There's not a lot of, 
yeah. mingling of the races. That's I want to see boys in the hood, Colorado, Colorado section. <laughs> yeah, like, no. <laughs> you know, Asian people stick to their neighborhoods. Mexicans stick uh, to their that's, neighborhoods. That's, you know, that's black people hum, stick to their neighborhood. It's very that, weird. That's human nature. Yeah, it is. That's it is human, human nature. nature. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing you can you cannot force groups together. It doesn't work. Trust mm -hmm. me. I, I I'm went, partying I with got, everybody, I, so I don't yeah. Care. Well, I mean, the, like, but what I'm saying is, the, the, naturally, the people of similar groups gather together. It's just nature. It's just yeah. you know, the lion. Yeah. The lions live with the lions, and the tigers live with the tigers. No, you know, it's it's. Look, when I grew up in New York City, by the way, Chris Bullis says, you guys are slow tonight, Hank. Most of us got what she said. I got, I knew what she said. Okay. You know, I'm, I, I, I knew exactly what she said. I wanted to make sure, I wanted to be sure. Because some of you guys, I was doing that for you guys. For you all out there. Walter did not know. You didn't know, right, Walt? When well, when girls are hitting on girls, they're not doing it because they're... <laughs> girls always hit on me. I'm... I, they're not looking like, for the. It's they're not looking <laughs> for the eggplant <laughs> necessarily. But <laughs> I am I mean, from Trinidad. It, they don't know if I got one. It, <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. <laughs> um. Hey. You know. No Adam's apple here, guys. Here's the thing. Look, I grew up in New York City, right? So you guys remember the TV show um, Friends? Remember that show? Friends? Never watched it. Unfortunately, okay. I do. Yes. Yeah. So one of the big, I didn't look at it either when I lived I in New know. York City. It, I never, I never looked at. I don't think I've seen maybe a part of one of those shows. I don't. I never looked at the whole thing. But people always complained about the show Friends because they said in New York City you're not going to find these friends that they're where everyone there is white and they all hang out in the same thing. Sure. And they forced them to bring in uh, like a black guy. But the funny thing is, I grew up there, and that happened all the freaking time. Now, I'm not saying I'm not. I had white friends, you know. I, there's like there are groups of people that mixed, but mostly what Walter's saying is true. That's that's just how people. When I went to high school, that's how people go. And I went to a mostly black high school, and in the mostly black high school, the the few white kids that were there got their ass kicked because they were white kids. Just like if you were a black kid and you went to a mostly white high school, there'll be people picking on you because you're the black kid. Like, that's just human nature. This is how we do our thing. We feel everyone segregates to whoever they feel the, you know, the most safe with. Um, yeah. I mean, so. Whether you like it or not, that's that's the world, you know. So um. I, I have such a. I guess I don't make any sense. All my friends are mm -hmm. <laughs> all different shapes and shades and no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm I, not saying that that's how. I'm not saying that that's how it always is. I'm saying to you that naturally, that's the direction that people go in. You know, and 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 it's especially when you're younger or you're not necessarily thinking about things. I think over time, even now, like I find okay, this is a perfect example. Most of my friends are gun people. <laughs> yeah, my friends are people that I have interests, so, you know, c c common interest or something like yeah. that. I mean, it's, yeah, know, I don't go. If people are not gun people, I'm like, oh, okay, you're cool. Well, or whatever, <laughs> you know, I have military vehicle friends. I have people yeah. riding mini bikes, you know, it's just whatever I bump into, you know. It's like, I have the absolute opposite problem, actually. All my friends, I, I'm finding it hard to continue relationships with people that I've had relationships with my whole life because our mm -hmm. value systems are different. And I think a lot of people have a problem with the fact that I'm very pro-gun, very pro-Second mm -hmm. Amendment, and I get it all the time. And 
Hmm. I'm just like, whatever, bro. I, I don't want to kick it with you if you're going to be a hater because I don't tell you how to live your life. Don't tell me how to live mine. It's like, hey, if you don't well, like it, don't yeah. worry about it. And one of the things that I'm having a hard time with, too, is, you know, I'll go places to, like, go meet up with my friends. And all of a sudden, they're like, she's always got a gun. I bet you she has a gun on her right now. Where is it? Where is it? And they go out of their way to make an I'm not hanging out with to, those people. <laughs> and they're like, I got to go. Like, you're yeah, putting yeah, a target that's, on that's, my back at that point. And yeah, that's weird. Like, I don't even want to kick it with you. So mm-hmm. a lot of people here don't aren't very pro-gun. And I have a lot of friends that they – I don't think that they hate on me for being very gun-oriented – but I think that they don't understand. And they're those people that are like, you know, they're Alyssa Milano's like, oh, I think it's okay to have a handgun, but what do you really need an AR-15 for? And it's like, mm-hmm. I'll educate you and I'll do my best to help you. But you have to be willing to want to have that conversation. I don't want to sit here mm-hmm. and talk to a wall or be berated. It's like if you want to have an adult conversation and, you know, be break bread and talk about these things great but a lot of people just don't even want to be open at this point yeah i think so look walter and i we get together on the range all the time and when we do that we're showing off guns right well obviously we're shooting guns we've been doing it for that but we also hang out all the time in real life and guns don't get pulled when like everywhere we go we don't pull out oh man what gun you got on you uh, I really, I really, I, I don't bring up the subject with other people because a lot of them, mm-hmm. then they just want to talk about guns. Not that they're negative. They just want to talk about guns. And I don't want to talk about guns. I'm not here to talk about guns. You know, it's like, <laughs> I got this, I got that, I got this. It's like, what do you think? It's like, I think mm-hmm. you need to shut up. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, you know, uh-huh. if you do it, if you do it every day, all day long, it, you know. Oh, that's true but too. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. That's very nice. That's very nice. That's a nice yeah. gun. Yes. Now, can yeah. we talk about something else? Yeah. How's the weather? Yes. I, I like weapons. I've always been fascinated with weapons, even just mm-hmm. even as a little girl. And I don't know if it's because I liked that stuff initially. And I had a, a very gangsterific dad who promoted that in me. But, I mean, I, knives, you know, claws. I mean, the, I... I my very throwing first stars. weapon, throwing <laughs> oh, stars, so yeah. you know, any type they, of weapon that we could get our hands on, you know, we were all about it. And my dad, Walt, was very, Walt very wants to know if uh, throwing, sorry, Walt wants to know if uh, throwing stars are legal in Colorado. That's a good question. I don't know if they are either. We have, um, I, I know our li- knife laws. I don't know if they're considered knives. I don't know what the deal is because nobody makes them. Um, yeah, people need to bring back the question. throwing. What what are what are the throwing stars called again? What are those? There's a name for they those. They used things. to call them Chinese stars, but they're throwing stars. But you know, yeah, some, is it maybe throwing stars or throwing stars? Yeah, someone I mean, will I tell us knives. what they're called. I used to throw knives all the time when I was younger. I wish I had. I, I was just thinking about that. I was like, I think I should just carve out an old tree stump and just throw in the backyard and just start getting at it again. I had mm-hmm. a really good time doing that. At um, shout out to Kevin Dixie at his train and learn. This mm-hmm. last year, he had uh, somebody there where we all throw knives, mm-hmm. and we were learning how to do that. Yeah, but, uh, I, I cut you off. I cut you off. You were going to tell us about your dad. So my apologies. Oh, yeah. My, on uh, that. my right. very first mm-hmm. weapon that my father mm-hmm. ever made me when I was a little girl was claws from kills from his hunting kills. Mm-hmm. So we put them on a little keychain ring with two claws coming out that I could walk to and from school and hold it in my hand because there were no laws against having those types of things. 
So mm-hmm. my dad would always say, you know, I can't be with you at all times, honey. I need you to be able to protect yourself and defend yourself. So mm-hmm. he would he made me a, a little closet up of, you know, his hunting kills and I rocked mm-hmm. it. I rocked it till the wheels fell off until I was old enough to understand the need to carry like knives and how to carry knives and how to utilize those and then, you know, then it was on to guns. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never looked back. So I guess it was just the way I was raised, but I've always been interested in that. I, I'm also looking into a form of martial art training that I want to get into as well. I have a mm-hmm. desire to travel more abroad and, you know, I, I'm not used to traveling without my gun. So I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Got to learn to kick some ass, I guess. Yeah, there's always, yeah, there's always stuff you can do. There's books, I think, where people... Uh, people have written those books about what to do when you travel, how to make weapons, whatever country you're in. You could, you know, come on. I love I, my I tactical There's pen. There's a couple of books. I do like take that. that everywhere. Um, okay. That's a that's something I've always done. I I take a tactical pen on the plane. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever said anything to me about it. I carry it in my my carry on. It's a flashlight. It actually works, but it's a tactical pen because it's like, well. Mm-hmm. I had an issue where I was traveling and I had checked in all my luggage already at the gate, took my car back to uh, the rental car and my driver back to the airport tried to overpower me and assault me and was groping me, being very gross with me. And I was so upset because that was one of the very first times in my life that I didn't have some form of weapon on me. You know, I already checked my bags. I already checked all my luggage. You know, you can't get those things through the airport. And so I was like, what am I going to do? And I started thinking about that. And I was like, what's something that I could carry that I'm not going to get in trouble with? That's not going to be a problem, but that I'm going to feel safe keeping on myself in, you know, a situation like that. And I was like, well, I'll take a tactical pen. Mm -hmm. Screw it. What did you, what did you do in that situation? What was your... Uh... I talked my way out of it the best that okay. I could. I turned on the charm. I started... I agreed with him. Whatever he said he wanted, he mm-hmm. was telling me that I he isn't going to take me home. He is going to take me to the airport. He wanted me to stay. And I was like, sure. If you want me to stay, we can stay. But get, listen, um, all my stuff is right here at the terminal. I got to pick it up. And my friend's waiting for me, blah, blah, blah. So if you want me to go... Did you have your phone? Take me there. I had my cell phone on me, but the he, he, this man was probably about six seven, um, arms this long. He was literally reaching in the back seat of the vehicle and grabbing me. So okay. anything I did of that nature was going to piss the dude off. Was this off. a Uber or a Lyft or a taxi? Um, I can't. I can't say about it because there's a. Mm-hmm. I have a lawsuit about it. I'm, okay. I'm fighting okay. it. All right. But. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a driver. I had a driver mm-hmm. do that to me. And, you know, I just talked my way out of it. I agreed with everything he said. I convinced him that I was going to give him what I wanted. And it was in his best interest and ideal to get me back to the terminal because of whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And he got me back to the terminal and he was like, well, I'll walk with you. I'll walk you over there. And I was like, cool, walk with me. He started to get out of the car. I got out and I beelined it straight to um, a in suit uh, police officer. And he saw that I did that and he took off. So I went ahead and reported it. Um, Needless to say, not much was done. The state that I was in didn't care either. They didn't really do much about it. So, you know, I 
I fought back and I'm fighting back on it now. But I mean, this stuff is real. This stuff is happening all the time. And I was talking to my goddaughter who's in another state about these things. And I tell her, you know, I, I do my best to teach her about situational awareness, what it means to actually be situationally aware, what it means to be prepared. You know, what attention are you bringing to yourself by what you're doing? And, you know, I hate to, you know, I wear whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. I like to be feminine. I like to be attractive. I like to put myself together, but that doesn't mean that I should be treated a certain way. No, it doesn't. Or get, you know, Absolutely not. You know, men acting a certain way or even women. And we always talk about like this being a feminine thing. This stuff happens to men too. People just don't talk about it. And mm-hmm. we have to have these conversations with each other and with our children and, you know, our friends and our family on how to handle these situations because there's a lot of things you need to do to de-escalate before resorting to violence. Like I said, if violence is the last choice, I'm choosing it. I choose violence. I'm okay with it. I've had that conversation with myself. Like, how do I feel if, you know, I lullabied somebody for trying to hurt me? I feel fine about it. Mm-hmm. I feel fine. I've been in those situations in my life. You know, I've been in situations where my life has been threatened, where I was in danger of death or dismemberment and rape and all that stuff. And I think it's a lot of people don't realize that most women have by the time you're 20 years old. Most women, I think it's, you know, three out of uh, five women have had some form of sexual harassment or improper, you know, touching, groping advances. It happens very early on. And we have to start training our kids to be prepared to handle those situations and what to do because there's other things that you can do other than having weapons to protect yourself. Your mouth is a weapon. Your wits are a huge weapon. You could prevent these things from happening, but not all the time can you see it coming. You know, just like I, I felt like an idiot. Like I, I'm in a car with somebody and I'm a captive here. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get in, a, do you get in, an, in a, in an Uber, in a Lyft, in a, in a, cab especially with these like private car vehicles there's a way to get in these vehicles and look to see if the child protection locks are on or not you don't know if when you're getting in an uber if they have you trapped in there yeah. you know what if they have the child safety locks or child protection locks that even if you try to open the vehicle from the inside you can't get out do you know how to get out do you carry something to break glass on you you know that's why i like the tactical pens you could you could hurt somebody you can stab penetrate skin you could also break glass yeah yeah it sucks that it sucks to hear that that happened to you um i I think that you know i think that you're right that we all we could all go into those things i mean you know even as a dude someone might not want to sexually harass us but they might set us up right where exactly you You could be in a situation you know yeah they like what you have they like your shoes they you know they see you have money in your Mm -hmm. wallet you don't know who the mark is and you know i teach my godson all the time i'm like women are perpetrators too women are Mm -hmm. predators too and Mm -hmm. most men that abuse and most women that abuse were abused Mm -hmm. so this is coming from all these paths and all these histories of abuse and no one's addressing those things Mm -hmm. early on i mean i i really think that our educational system and our community is failing us because people aren't involved in their communities enough to start talking to these people about it you know and I, i think about that scenario all the time like the whole point was me getting out, right? Yeah. To get out, sure. get away, and get to safety and with as little and minimum problems as possible. But I've also been in scenarios, you know, where I couldn't get out. I was physically disabled to the point where it wouldn't matter what I did. They subdued me. I was unconscious. They could do whatever they want with me. People will knock you out. 
mm-hmm. then they could do whatever they want. What if you do have a weapon on you? How are you, you know, you're unconscious. They can strip that of you. You know, there's mm-hmm. all these different things of people drugging you. And I mean, we can yeah, go we're, we're all, all the vulnerable there. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. And it's not um, just a gender mm-hmm. thing. It's a people thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the same thing. I think you're a hundred percent right. Um, let me, uh, not to change the subject, I'm totally happy to talk to you about this or anything if you want to go back. Night Train wanted to know what your carry blade is. So, me? Yes, Night Train wants oh, to know your carry dang, blade. dang, I love this conversation. I love this question. Uh, it depends okay. on the day. Uh, right now, mm-hmm. um, I just have this uh, Spyderco. Can I show an eye? Yes, absolutely. Uh, this little Spyderco cricket. <laughs> that's um, cool serrated i've had this blade for quite some time i actually bought this for myself uh when my father passed away and put my family name on it just as a honorable mention to my dad because Mm -hmm. he's the guy who always taught me to carry weapons but i mean i've i'm in my own house i'm comfortable as can get but i always have a knife on me Mm -hmm. um i carry a lot of spider co knives i just got my very first benchmade knife i have uh it's the osborne automatic knife that they Mm -hmm. have i love that knife um I stay away from automatic knives just because Colorado is a real pain in the ass about it and traveling with it's a real pain in the neck about it. And as well as if you think of it in a self-defense situation, automatic knives are machines and they can fail. Right. Mm -hmm. So I like to have something that I can use with one hand that I can, you know, keep a good grip on the issue with knives and self-defense is keeping it right. Keeping it on your body and not losing it. So you want to make sure you have something that, you know, you can keep a good grip on that. You're not going to get rid of. I, I wear blades around my neck. I mean, go to my Instagram. You'll see all the knives (laughs) I carry all the time. Wintertime. I love to carry boot knives. Um, this is the knife I carry all the time in oh, my boots. We'll I, I know uh, Walter's getting ready to show some show some knives here as well. But yeah, let's see the boot knife. Oh, you don't have any knives around, Walt? Okay, oh, go ahead. There's a little. Uh, I can put a strap through it to keep it around my leg. It's just mm-hmm. a nice little Tydex sheath. But when it comes out, Ooh. it's just a little. Oh, that'll get you. Oh yeah, it's gonna bleed you out real quick. But you know, it's not a very expensive. Oh, uh, you like that, right? Way. It's like you're gonna get. Man, I hate to be the dude getting the. I can't even do my lips like that. It's like pleasure and pain at the same time. You're getting it. I'm all about pleasure. I'm all about love. I don't think that there's. I don't like. There's no room for pain around here. But right. You know, I'm gonna get you if it's gonna be between you and me, honey. Sayonara to you. I hate to say it, but. Yeah. I'm going out. I'm going out with a wicked fight, and I don't yeah. mind that at all. But I love to carry uh, blades Let's in my see. boots. Yeah, that's it. very cool. Yeah, Walt, do you have some knives? You're about to pull out some knives right now. Um, I don't. I don't have a boot knife, but I have kind of a classic here. Uh oh. That everybody. That everybody. Is this new? Is this? Oh, okay. Have we seen this? Before? It's one of the trench. The trench knife that uh, I have. Oh, that's uh, dope. It, little little heads. Little skull smasher on the end. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real one too. This is from from back in the day. This is not a yeah, reproduction or anything. Yeah, nicely patinaed. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely got the. That ain't for breaking glass. That's for busting. <laughs> busting heads. Skulls. So, yeah. Uh, un- un- unfortunately, if you. That's think what about I thought it, it was for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trench trench warfare was a rather nasty uh uh, uh deal so what's written what's written on it. that walt i just saw some stuff ri- what's oh. written on there what is that uh, uh i still see. can't see it what does it say uh is it it says um you can see this if you <laughs> if you're this close to this you're dead 
Um, yeah. Oh, 1912? 1918. 1918. 1918. Okay, I see it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, trench trench warfare was a rather uh, a rather uh, a gory affair. So, um, yeah, yeah. Between shotguns and shotguns and knives and clubs and mm-hmm. all those things that just like, oh, oh God. You know, yeah, very up close and personal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So listen, while you're looking for another knife there, I don't have any knives on me right now because I was in the house very comfortable, but I always have a gun on me. So I do want to take the opportunity here to share my gun that I have on me here. I'm going to throw up this, uh, and this, I showed this right before. I took this picture. I'm not showing the gun, uh, YouTubes. Check this out. This is my, uh, this is my <laughs> Walther PPS M2. And uh, yeah, that's Walter in the background right there. And I think my finger is Walter and Walter. <laughs> well, yeah, my finger is not in my nose. It is rubbing my nose. It is yeah, rubbing my nose. <laughs> yeah. I told Walter I was going to show this specific one, <laughs> but check it out. That is the Fat Boy holster. That uh, if you guys know Black Diamond Guns and Gears, Josh, Josh, and Josh, and their cousin yeah. Josh, um, they actually <laughs> sent me the Fat they Boy holster. Uh, no, everybody's named Josh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they sent me this Fat Boy holster. I actually use this all the time, so I always like I home carry. Always have my uh, PPS M2. I was a Glock guy. I had a Glock 43 that I rocked all the time. But PPS M2 uh, is my uh, my carry choice. Oh, there we go. Another Skull Crusher, Walt. This is actually another one of those World War World One trench knives too. But check out the blade. It's a triangle. Oh yeah, oh, you can't okay. heal. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is another, and this is a real one too. This is not a reproduction or anything. Yeah. So. What's that, Alicia? What were you gonna say? Uh, like it's like a dagger shaped. Yeah. 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 I've been actually shape. learning a lot more about different knives and styles of knives and the way that they're shaped and the meanings mm-hmm. and uses of the shapes. And I never realized how um, intricate and important all that stuff is. Like. I was, you know, learning about different types of knife warfare, like how to hold the knife, like if you're holding it in like the, you know, um, saber hole, saber grip, or if it's the Filo- Filipino grip, depending on how you're fighting with it, do you, you mm-hmm. when you draw it, do you have the blade out or do you have it in? All these different types of things, you know, is it, you know, a Tonto blade? Is it a Warncliffe blade? Is it a, you know, all <laughs> these different types of things and what they're for. So I've really been getting into that. I've found in my works, I, I do a lot of volunteer work with, mm-hmm. you know, kids and women that are coming from abusive situations or women that have not been okay with weapons in the past, but due to trauma or experiences, they're open to it. And most women are okay with starting to carry a knife before they start carrying a gun. I'm not a pepper spray gal. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in those little personal arms, those stupid ass keychains, like. That's some dumb shit. That's not going to help you. You know, (laughs) you want something that's going to bleed somebody out and prevent them from harming you. And a knife, you can cut tendons, you know. Someone wants to hit you, slice them here. They're not going to be able to move their arms, you know. It's like (laughs) you want to disable this person. So to me, it's like, well, what are the way of doing Mm -hmm. it? I like knives and I like guns, period. Mm -hmm. So when I talk to women, they're they're more open to starting to carry a knife. And you can get trainers most – Gun manufacturers, you know, make trainers of those types of carry knives that you could practice with and pra- practice self-defense without hurting yourself because oh, let's see. Is this, they're weighted the same, etc. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, there you go. Is that a is that the Glock trainer, Walt, or what is that? No, this is that's um, a fixed blade. But that's a fixed cold, blade. Yeah, cold steel, cold steel. Oh, cold, oh, cold steel trainer. Okay, 
Isn't there a Glock knife? Uh, no, maybe they, I thought there was a Glock knife that looked like that. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong uh, well, on that one. Well, this, this, this is this is. Oh, let me see. Okay. This is the <clears> one <throat> that Arlie Ermey signed, but um. And yeah. this is a Glock knife. Yes, that's a Glock. Yep. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yep. 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 Man, I wish I had some of my knives in the van right now. Actually, I do. I have some knives, but they're too far away from me to reach them. What is it? Is it a butter knife or what? I got no. I got no. I got some. <laughs> I got some cookeries. Up. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> what, you, you making a bagel or something? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I see, Walt. Okay, all right. Uh, hey, I, I, I saw an opportunity. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, uh -huh. I, I know love knives. I've, I've actually yeah. never had a Microtech knife. I've okay. carried Spyderco knives since, since like 1994 was my very first Spyderco <laughs> knife. Um, mm -hmm. And I still have it to this very day. It's actually a collector's knife from Spyderco. But um, mm -hmm. I'm starting to venture out in more knives. I like I, I don't have any Microtech knives. Anybody want to sprinkle sprinkle me with some love? Um, I want a Microtech <laughs> knife. Um, I guarantee knife you there's a bunch of dudes that would love to sprinkle you with some love, but I don't know if a Microtech, hey, is, hey. Know if a microtech is involved in the equation. <laughs> I got weapons and ammo. I'll, uh, I'll definitely I, 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 be interested. I got your love right here. <laughs> no, that's, okay, that's I get bad. it all I'm the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm a former I'm a former owner of two microtechs. I lost both of them. So um, oh my oh, gosh, that's, that's yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. it happened. Lola flew out to meet me when when I went to Iowa, and guess what? Lost a microtech that I bought for her. Oh, and really? TSA Nazis. Yeah, and it was uh -huh. one that's supposed to be TSA safe, but they don't. They didn't give a crap. They still. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> Yeah, I no. mean, obviously they don't. No. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Yeah, I mean, they obviously so much... don't give a crap. Yeah, I'm gonna throw, this is this is from my friend Edward Andrews right here. That looks like is that a microtech? That I looks like so. a microtech. I think I it uh, it might not be. Hold on, it let me is. See. I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't know if microtech has necessarily that color, but it looks good. I like the grip on it. Yeah, yeah. Right there, and I like this. Uh, what, what, what is this? 1911. Uh, is this is this one of those? Uh, which one is this? Oh, Sig, Sig. That's the Sig. Go. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Go ahead. Have, I'm I have sorry. two Sigs. Uh -huh. I have two 1911 style guns. I have the mm -hmm. six-hour uh, P238 and the 938, the 380 and the nine nine millimeter. But um, yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna throw yeah. up some pitch. I'm gonna throw up some pictures for you guys just so you could see. Uh, we mentioned Kevin Dixie not too long ago. Kevin yeah. Dixie. I loved that, by the way. That was so awesome. That's, I that is your boy, Kevin right Dixie, right there. I saw you guys went on that shoot. Which, yeah, like, which so doctor? <laughs> is that when you guys went hunting with brown owls? That's so dope. Yeah. I've, I've uh, been pheasant hunting before. Yeah, he looks like a freaking witch doctor right there. Sorry. <laughs> um. I'm sure glad you said it. I didn't say that. <laughs> All my friends always ask me about KD. I thought for sure. I was like, what? I thought they were asking me about Ken or Devin or somebody. You know, I hang around a lot uh -huh. of really talented gun guys that are all mm -hmm. handsome. But all the ladies seem to get oh. out of things for KD. Really? Okay, I, I, can, like, I can't hear you guys. I got to switch. My batteries like, just died in these things. Keep talking. Like, Keep talking. Okay. Like, I like his, his wife, wife, by the way. I have respect for his wife. That's awful. He is a married uh, man. The emergency switch over. There we go. 
He's got all the gear. Man, you what are we? What are we of... waiting for? What's Hank doing? Oh man. Okay. There he I, goes. Yeah, I hate this because now, now my hair is getting messed up. Damn it. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. <sighs> Can't have that. Infringing on my hair. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, so you were saying about Kevin Dixie? Everyone. Yeah, I was saying all the all the ladies uh, hit me up all the time and ask me what's up with KD. Everybody thinks he's so handsome, and I'm not saying he's not, but you know I don't look yeah. at my boy like that. I look at my friend like that. I uh, have respect yeah. for Mrs. No Other Choice. Yeah, I so, saw the other day. Katie made a post where some chick was trying to get at him in the DMs. Jesus. I don't know if you saw that. It was inter- I thought it was interesting. P- the DMs. Mm-hmm. I I hardly ever look in the DMs on IG because mm-hmm. it's like. Mm. Mm, that's just that's just wrong. Like, have some respect. Nobody, Walter. Has anyone ever tried to get at you up in the DMs? Because I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm a pretty handsome guy. I, nobody's trying to get at me in the DMs. I think people maybe think you're handsome, but I don't think anybody wants any part of Lola. Is what it is. Like, oh, there's some people that want lots of parts of Lola. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few people that would like to get some parts of Lola, but no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily in that I way of which you speak. Wants to make her uh, an adversary. That's for damn uh, sure. Can I tell you something? Lola would love to. This is one of my favorite Lola stories. Okay, when our kids were little babies, when our kids are little babies, Lola and I, because they're very, our boys are very close in age. Uh, right now, they're twenty-one and twenty-two years old. Right, so they're really close. So we would go to the supermarket together, but we would get two shopping carts. Right, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we got these two little babies. And I remember one time, so Lola's with one of the boys in a shopping cart, and she went in a different direction. And I'm in a different direction with one of the one of the kids. And there's this big chick that is kicking it to me hardcore <laughs> in a supermarket. Okay? She is just kicking, like, she is just, she's in love with my, you know, like, you know, you see little cute babies. And it's then like she's just, puppies. It's like, yeah, like a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. But she's kicking it, and I'm like, okay, I know Lola's going to come right now and save me, right? <laughs> She's going to she's going to get me out of this situation. I see out of the corner of my eye, Lola comes down the aisle with the cart. She's just laughing. Yeah. She looks out, she sees, she laughs and then goes back. She doesn't even <laughs> she, yeah. didn't, she didn't even like save me. And then later I was like, "What the hell?" And she was just laughing. She thought she thought that was amusing. So that's her idea. Yeah. Uh that's what I got. So, you know, like I said, you know, um, <laughs> I am not I, I, a god walking when on earth. <laughs> people are hitting on me, unless uh-huh. they're being like really gross. Like, yeah, yeah. some people mm-hmm. are just nasty and they say m- yeah. messed up things to me, and then you know okay. I want to hit you. But you want to cut them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I choose violence. So I'm like, what? what you, <laughs> you know, like cut those, uh, get those tendons, Walt. <laughs> yeah. For real. Um, but I don't. I guess I'm naive. Like when people are flirting with me or hitting on me, I'm just like, oh yeah, hi. I just think people are want to be nice to me because I think like, hey, I'm fun. I have a good time. I'm outgoing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm funny. Mm-hmm. Nah, that ain't what it is. They're like, what's up, girl? Mm-hmm. Can I mm, 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 start saying all these nasty oh, things? That's oh. like, oh, okay, now it's that's, time for you to go. That's a sign of I'll no game. Ahead. You got to be, yeah. People need to learn how to be better with their. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna introduce you to my forty-two. 
<laughs> you know, I was lucky. And I, I was just uh, saying this. I, I went let out me, to watch. Let me, uh, spri- let me sprinkle some love on you. If guys want to hit on a woman or uh-huh. vice versa, uh-huh. introduce yourself. Say, hello, my name is so-and-so. How are you today? Um, you know, if you're somewhere... You know, ask me how my day was. Make conversation. Conversation is important. Show me you know how to put together a sentence, that you have intelligence, that you're Mm -hmm. a good person. People don't know how to do that anymore. It's this days of instant gratification. Hey, you want a book? You know, it's like, "Mm, no, I want to break your lip, though. You know, How do those words actually come out of people's mouths? (laughs) I I get some pretty (laughs) audacious things that people say to me the other day never... i had some guy come up to me and ask me if my name was cheeks uh uh-huh. referring to my badonka donk oh. or whatever and he's uh-huh. like oh what's your name girl cheeks what's your name uh uh-uh. and i was like oh we're naming each other by our body parts so what's your name tits flapjacks like oh. what's up? <laughs> like uh Hardcore. I can be mean like i can go, be mean I, I like i said one of my <laughs> biggest influences in my life was a. Uh, very very gay flamboyant man and mm-hmm. he taught me all the comebacks but oh yeah you know, women can hurt your feelings women can hurt your feelings what were you trying to say walt you've you don't you don't you don't have those kind of lines. i mean I, i've never i've never ever ever started off a conversation with a female it's like hey you want to fuck I mean, guys like, do oh. these days i don't know what I, and this is the thing i mean you've got to be a little bit that's disgusting that's, it's just, that's disgusting yeah. Do you that. want? Like, do yeah, you actually want to take your pee pee and dip it into some chick that goes for that line? Because no, no thanks, I don't want AIDS. And it should say I, how I, much. I don't play that game. I really don't. It's like mm, yeah. I don't kiss on the first date. I don't do any of that stuff. Uh, uh-uh, leave me alone. Show me you have manners. Show me that you have social. You know. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Uh, what is that thing called? Public? Are you very public? Uh, what is it? PDA? Public displays of yeah, affection? Yeah, oh, I don't are, mind oh. that. If I'm with okay. somebody, I'm all about that. I love you. I'm. I'm touchy feely. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna spoil you. Oh. I'm. I'm one hundred. Okay. Like you won't I'm, like I'm me because I'm like get the fuck off me. <laughs> I, I don't see. I don't like to cuddle. <laughs> I don't want to cuddle. I don't want to spend the night. I don't want to be like all hugged up and sleep and you're all sweaty and you're all hot. Uh, I oh. want to rest. It's like you're cool, you're oh, great, but I, I want to sleep in my own bed. I have two little dogs. I oh, you're slam, you're dogs. slam, bam, thank you, ma'am, kind of chick. Basically, <laughs> no, is what I you're mean, saying. no, yes, I, yeah, well, okay. No, <laughs> I don't know how I just, else right, to interpret. Right. I don't I know how else to interpret love. that. Okay, I'm an old school woman. I have all the good traits. I can cook. I clean. I keep house i mm-hmm. do all that stuff but mm-hmm. see we've i think we've taught men that you should ask them like do you know how to cook it's like well you should know how to feed yourself you know do you clean you should know how to clean for yourself i don't mind masculine and feminine roles but i don't think it should be you know <laughs> that we don't do those things for each other you know you should be self-sufficient you should be man enough yeah. that you don't need me you should yeah. want me at this point you know, like I don't you shouldn't be looking for a partner based on their, you know, domestic skills. You should be looking for a partner based on, you know, do do you guys make each other better? Are you a great are you team? A, do they treat you, you a, well? Is there love and respect? Are you each other's peace? Are you each other's warrior? Is there balance? Mm-hmm. No. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I need can a you very, very serious, cook me a hamburger? serious person to be in a relationship with. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what kind of dudes think. Like, I wouldn't be thinking that as a guy. Like, I need I need a woman that could make me a sandwich. I'm, I'm oh, usually, yeah, they do. Oh, yes, really? they do. What? I, I, I'm usually the one doing the cooking. You know well, what I'm, uh, yeah. I'm like, you ask me to make you a sandwich, you'll get one, but it's going to be like a knuckle sandwich. You're oh. Like, <laughs> you know? like, oh, boy. If you could cook the female a good meal, you got her forever. She'd go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's how that's how I trick that's how I trick Lola initially. You know. But he then like, Lola like Lola sandwiches. Yeah, Lola no, no, not that. Like mac and cheese. No, I used to cook and stuff like that for Lola when I first met her. But the thing is she doesn't like me to cook because she says I take too long and I use too many freaking dishes. Which because okay. I like to take my time. I like to marinate stuff. You know, oh. I don't feel like I'm in a rush when I'm cooking. Lola likes to cook, to cook everything within a certain, like in 20 minutes, everything's done cooking. How, how, how did that happen? I can, well, I can whip up some. If ever wicked... Lola needs a, needs a friend over for dinner, give me a call. I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> for sure. You're always, me. you're always <laughs> welcome to come, uh, to, to come eat at our place. Lola makes a pretty I, good uh, curry. She makes a really good curry. I love cooking. Yeah, I love to cook. I I love, I like being domestic. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm a lover. I grew up in a big family. My father's mm-hmm. a child of nine. My mother's a child of nine. Mm-hmm. On my mother's side, I have I think like 33 to 35 first cousins. I can't even tell you what number. It What's is your favorite point. thing to cook? What's your favorite thing to cook? Depends on the season. Depends on the season. Hmm. Um, right now, I my favorite thing, like this time, harvest time, mm-hmm. fried green tomatoes. Ah, oh, I love fried green tomatoes. What? Okay. Oh, so good. <laughs> okay. So delicious. That's interesting. That's interesting. Okay. I love fried green tomatoes. Please tell me you food. don't eat pumpkins. I hate, like, at this time when everyone has to have everything pumpkin. It's freaking ridiculous. You're flowing well, to the corporate I gods. Just, I did make, I like to carve pumpkins. I love Halloween. It's my favorite. That's fine. Because yeah, I that's can just cool. be as weird as I That's want the only thing pumpkins are for. Okay. The pumpkins are only for for carving. Oh man! Pumpkin you ever pie, had you ever yo. had good you ever had good What's pumpkin? What's up? Pumpkin pie? You no, don't like pumpkin, pumpkin pie? No, I don't pumpkin like pumpkin bread. pie. I don't like pumpkin pumpkin, bread. pumpkin bread. Hell no! Don't like pumpkin. pumpkin. Dope. I'm not even going to try like, pumpkin beer. What the hell is that? Like no, pumpkin that in right. Spanish no. is calabacita, so it's like squash. It's all squash, so it's like calabacitas. Yeah. So it's like different forms of calabacitas. Like yeah, right okay, now. but squash is different. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but like if you say like don't eat pumpkins, it's like well, I like calabacitas. Like, I love butternut. I like squash. I like sweet potato. I like sweet potato stuff. Like sweet potato pie. See, I, I like yeah, I uh, made butternut squash the other day, and I made it like with cinnamon and maple syrup mm-hmm. and roasted it. So mm-hmm. bomb, so good. Okay. See, it's like I love to cook, but it's like. Yeah. You have food is a season. Food is a thing. And so many, so many conversations and so much love and so many things happen around food. Mm-hmm. You know, food brings people together. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. it depends on who's cooking and what they make because you want food cooked with love. You know, yeah. like you notice like somebody passes away. Everybody wants to bring food over. People bring over food when someone passes away. I throw that shit out. I'm like, I don't want all this pity food this green food i don't want to eat all that i don't want to bring that into my body like i'm good that's like you can keep all that that's what let me so let me say this like lola says walter is a good cook walter does cook for me Uh, and time to time time to time walter walter you walter makes food for me that's one of the things that you whenever uh, you've 
like when we've camped out oh, places camping, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you better feed me. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walter's like, hold on a second. Yeah, Walter's like, wait I, a second now, Hank Strange. <laughs> you have One cooked for me lots of times, Walter. Fish fried up right there, mm-hmm. right up when you fresh caught fish. Oh, man. Or go fishing yeah. in Florida. I love to go fishing in Florida. Yeah. Catch like some yellow jack or some tuna right there. Yeah. I like how Walter open. just got offended that I said that he cooked for me before. No, I'm just trying to remember when I did that. That's what I, you know. When? This has happened I, lots of times. I, and he is a finicky eater, so I had to cook <laughs> him something special. So. Yeah, well, that's this is true. I'm a finicky eater, too. I'm very, I don't like spicy food. I can cook yeah, it, but I, I won't eat it. Yeah, he doesn't uh, do bacon, so I had to make yeah, sure this that is, he had this, something besides bacon. This is always a problem with me and Walter because Walter and all his people, really, <laughs> like when I do something with Walter, if Walter, uh, like when they have the military vehicle things, I go camp out, those people's asses can eat a whole pig. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bacon. A lot of bacon comes out. <laughs> a lot of bacon I can eat. Pork, yeah. Like I, I could put some food down. Like I'm a tiny little broad, but I got an appetite. I wake up hungry. I go to bed hungry. I'm hungry. Uh-huh. So it's like when guys are like, oh, or people are like, hey, let me take you to dinner. I'm like, do you really know what you're getting yourself mm-hmm. into? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm bougie and I'm hungry. So <laughs> yeah, lots of people, lots of people don't agree with me on pumpkin. I see that going on here. Pumpkin beer is so good. Ugh. Colorado yeah. has a, a pumpkin beer, here, Denver no. beer company. No. And they have a beer called Hey Pumpkin. Oh, it's uh, so good. I don't know if I've ever had that. I don't know if I've ever had that. I might have to send you one. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Kitty says that. pumpkin and butternut squash make some good pies. No, pies should yes, be apple, cherry, <laughs> okay, pecan pie. You oh know. yeah, pecan, pecan pie, pie yeah, is yeah, the yeah. season too, but yeah, you know, but pumpkin pie is the bomb. pumpkin. What do you? Why would you put mm. pumpkin in a pie? Because <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> my my wife's family they they devour the pumpkin pie. Really? They yes. Just, oh. They they go at. I'm not a big pumpkin pie eater, but they just go no. at it like no sweet potato pie. I love sweet potato pie is awesome. See, I've never had sweet that. potato pie. Never had sweet potato pie. Mm. Mm. I'm good with that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sweet potato I, french fries, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone says pumpkin beer is, is great. Listen, pumpkins are good for Halloween, and then if you are a headless horseman, you put a pumpkin on your head, that's what pumpkins are good for. You could shoot pumpkins. I like when uh, all the gun dudes shoot up pumpkins. There you go. Yeah. You, you know what there happened? We bought, we bought two nice pumpkins at, at Costco, mm-hmm. brought them home. They're waiting to be savaged with knives mm-hmm. to be carved up. Mm-hmm. They started rotten. They started rotting. They got another reason you shouldn't be shopping at Costco. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. boy. <laughs> I like to go to like little farms, like the little, you know, farms here in Colorado. You mm-hmm. just drive out. There's all these different pumpkin patches and support small business. Like they probably support they your communities, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they grow them in Colorado, right? Pumpkins? Oh, yeah. There's tons yeah. of pumpkin yeah. patches around here. We don't I grow, grow my own pumpkins. We don't grow pumpkin in... Um, we don't grow pumpkin in Florida? No, right? We go. We grow, um, I know we grow watermelon, which is freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, watermelon, yeah. It's one of my favorite. Like watermelon. It's one of oh, my, it's, <laughs> watermelon is my second favorite melon next to actual, well, no, let me not. And, and we have awesome video of blowing one up that YouTube won't yeah. let us put up. Yeah, I know, I know. Mm. I mean, you don't no like melons water. for me, man. Oh, you don't like melons? Really? That's not uh, what I heard. No. That's not what I heard. Hey. 
<laughs> Everybody likes melons now. Okay. Violation. No. Violation. <laughs> not, not for me. You know, like you it go places down. and they have like a fruit yeah. salad and they have like fruit mixture and then they have like honeydew and stuff in there, cantaloupe. Mm. I'm like, never mind. Because once those melons touch all the other fruit, all the other fruit taste like the melons. They're like all. Oh. They're bitter That's fruits. True. I'm just like, this is not for me. I don't like this at all. Never have, never will. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know why they mix pineapples into those because typically, like, once you taste pineapple, you hate the taste of everything else. Have I you love pineapple. That? I no, like but, pineapple. But if you, no, here's what I'm saying. If you have a pineapple and then you try to eat something else, you'd actually don't like the taste of it. I don't know. That might not be everyone, but mm-hmm. I noticed that with me. If I have a pineapple, anything I eat after that tastes terrible to me. But I don't know. Is that it? I guess everyone doesn't feel that same way. <laughs> uh, I like I pineapples. Because they say, like, if you want to kill your appetite, for example, have pineapples. Because once you have the pineapples, anything else you eat is going to taste bad. But I thought maybe I've everyone. i mint. Mint cleanses your palate so you don't hmm. want to eat anymore. Mm. Okay. Like, I've always told, been told yeah. that. Or, like, Has go anyone... brush your teeth yeah. to cleanse Has your palate so you're not hungry anymore and you don't keep eating. Yeah, has anyone else ever gone through this pineapple thing? Am I alone? Am I no? I, I've never went to that pineapple thing. No. If you have pineapple, you don't like you don't realize that after you have a pineapple, you can't uh, taste something else. Oh, I, I love pineapple. I'll have. I'll, I'll, like, have to I'll, I'll drink a pineapple margarita with yeah. all this kind of stuff. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> huh? That's interesting. I thought that was everyone, but I I know that happens to me. If I eat some, if I once I have the pineapples. Everything else tastes disgusting to me. I don't even All feel right, like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna really. This is too late in the chat to start this, but oh, pineapple fine. and ham on pizza. No. No. Oh, really? No. no. So we like pineapple, no. but we don't like it on pizza. No. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, no. Chicken mm-hmm. and pineapple is what you put on pizza. Chicken and pineapple. Not. Um. No. No. Not ham. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess no. the, so. Originally, ham and pineapple is what they called uh, Hawaiian. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Okay. That's where it came. So, what's chicken it's and pineapple on a pizza? A pass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my oh, the, the only kind of pizza I like is cheese pizza. But I could eat pineapples and chicken on a pizza, or even. But I don't. Yeah, I don't like anything well, else. That's that whole bacon thing. So I'm a mushroom thing, gal. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, there's this place here that I go have. Uh, they do like the wood fire grilled pizza. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like margarita pizza, fresh basil, all that jazz. Throw mm-hmm. some mushrooms on there, some ricotta cheese. Oh yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, someone that's is liking good that. Stuff right here. Yeah. Okay, so listen, huh? we're we're over the nine o'clock hour. We could keep talking to Alicia forever here. To be <laughs> honest with you guys, uh, she's easy to talk to. But you know, we'll 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 have her back if you want to come back. You come back. You know, we can. I'll always come back for you guys. Yeah, you can. Are come you back are you anytime. are you a movie person too? Me. Yeah, do you yeah. like movies? Good question. I love one. art in theater, so yes, oh. I love it all. Hank, I, I'm Hank all is a about movie it. person. I'm, yeah. I'm not a movie person. But yeah, we want to do some movie nights around here. You know, um, I, I love so. that stuff. I, I um I love foreign films and I love independent films and creepy stuff. I love horror films. God, I love <laughs> no, Halloween. No, no. Oh. If anybody yeah. out there wants, yeah. to watch I don't like horror films, films at all. I don't like slashers him. at all. I hate artsy fartsy. <laughs> foreign films. <laughs> See, I don't like artsy fartsy foreign films, but I like like 
kung fu movies and oh yeah that i love oh, yeah. okay, or yeah. i like french i like french like, movies that have a lot of sex in it that's freaking awesome i, I think uh, but i hate Park Park Chan Wook, i think is his name have you ever seen if you have amazon go and watch uh it's not called it's not the handmaiden's tale tale it's called the handmaiden oh the hand uh, yeah i know what you're uh, talking about excellent movie excellent is is it very sexy? I need to see if I'm looking at a movie. I need to see boobies. It's a, this is the thing. There is no boobs in it, oh, but right. there is a lot of sexual connotations to it, and it, there is okay. a lot of like hints of sex. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin uh, yeah. it, but it's very okay. well done. Well, it's so very, very well so done. we do a thing around here called movie night. I'll invite you. Maybe we'll have Walter, but he, Walter hates movies unless it has tanks in I, I it. I don't hate them. I just don't yeah. watch every – I don't memorize the, te- the if, words. If the movie is movie. not about World War II, <laughs> oh, I, that's not true. Walter like is a, not interested. No. I don't like really life. like cheesy tit flicks. Like the cheesy tit flicks, I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm stupider for having watched this now. It's like, no, yeah, I'm not – I don't like, like that the che- Like the American Pie movies and like all that shit, I'm like – Okay, it's just cheesy tit flicks. You know, these are like sixteen-year-old yeah. jerk-off movies. I don't need to watch those. Yeah, no, that's why we have uh, Pornhub. We don't need to. You know. <laughs> exactly, we're everybody's equal. Diversity <laughs> is equal there. Okay, listen, we we will we will do this. We will we'll do a movie night. We try to keep it about a gun movie or something, so we could talk about the guns in there. You know, uh, we got to figure that out, Walt. We haven't done it. We need to. We need to actually do that, right? Yeah, we haven't done that in a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we need to do it. Well, maybe we'll have Alicia come back here and hang out with us. Here's what we're going to do is we're wrapping this up for everyone who's joining us. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Smash the thumbs ups and all that. I'm going to start with Walter. I'm going to let him tell you all where you could find uh, more of Wal- awesome Walterness and oh, ham okay. and pineapples. Where, where can the folks my awesome find that? Cook, my awesome cooking, cookingness. Um, yeah. You can check out Safety Harbor Firearms on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, there's also StenParts.com, which is StenParts.com. And and then um, there's Dirtfoot Racing, the mini bike stuff. It's on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook also. And I think I covered everything. Okay. Uh, you said StenParts.com, I think, and uh, Dirtfoot yeah, Racing, Safety Harbor I, Firearms. I wonder, yeah. Yep. Safety Harbor Firearms and Dirtfoot mm-hmm. Racing. Yeah. I went over to the Utreon thing and signed up, but that's kind of a... Interesting, weird kind of sign-up thing. I thought I don't know. Yeah, I think pineapples they... are code for swingers. Just so you know. Oh, oh my God! There's so many codes for swingers. I <laughs> heard. I heard if you have a what is if you have a little gnome on your on your uh, front porch, then you're a swinger. I heard that. I don't know if that's true. Hey. I've heard people people it's have told me thing. there's all kinds of but weird stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, you pineapple. know, I really pineapple. Yeah, huh? I don't know. Yes. I don't know where don't she know. just came up with that one. She just came up with I that one. I swear I didn't. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so listen, uh, Alicia, tell the folks out there where they could find you, follow you, communicate with you, all that kind of good Ooh. stuff. Um, Instagram's probably the easiest. Uh it's at the boomstick babe. Um that's it. I have a Facebook group on Facebook called Firearms Unlimited. There's about 7,000 over 7,000 almost 8,000 people in there it's a firearms community on Facebook but Facebook sucks we can barely post and do anything on there anymore but I also have that mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it there you go okay awesome thanks so much I hope that you guys will go check out Alicia as well as Walter's stuff you know um, if you if you enjoyed her hanging out here she's been here before I think she's always always fun what do you think Walt? did Second you have time, fun I think yeah, this is the yeah. second time at least. Oh, that was cool. That was cool. We yeah. had we had we had we had interesting conversation. Yes. Yeah, at least it was yes, a cool. It was a pleasure was a cool meeting chair. you, Walter. By the way. 
Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. We'll yeah. do it again. We'll do it again. She's a cool chick. And when you move to Georgia, you can come visit us in Florida and do some oh, shooting yeah. with us. Yeah. Oh, Shoot yeah. some machine guns, machine guns, machine yeah, guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with that. Yeah, Walter's got those uh, machine guns. All right, so listen, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to run in the end, and we're going to come back here. Someone's going to drop words of wisdom. Who should that be? Who wants to drop the words of wisdom? Walter. Oh, bless your heart. Why'd you do that? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> bless your heart. Okay. I got it already. I got it already. It's like you bitch. Okay, Walter. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Okay, so when we come back, Walter's going to drop words of wisdom. Let me thank everyone for hanging out with us. Big shout out to Walter Arms for sponsoring the show. We really appreciate those guys supporting us here, helping us keep the lights on and be able to send the signal out and all that kind of good stuff. I'm going to run in the end. Stay where you are. We're coming back for Alicia. Well, no, actually, Alicia and Walter, but Walter is dropping words of wisdom here in a second. Thanks so much, guys. Make sure you smash those thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. We're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to watch your audio podcasts. We are on the Firearms Radio Network, so big shout out to all the people who are downloading our audio. Lots of folks out there downloading the audio out there, Walt. You know, our, our, we've uh, the audio number is your melodic voice. Walter. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh boy. All right. So words of words of All wisdom, right. Walt. Pineapples for everyone. Pineapples. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I got an edge today. Pineapples. Pineapples. So do you know this is a thing? I gotta throw this in here, even though we're running late and, and you dropped the words of wisdom. Since you said pineapples for everyone, do you know that this is a specific thing that if you eat a lot of pineapples and then you have you do a certain kind of business with your significant other that your stuff tastes like pineapple. Oh, dinner for two? Uh, yeah, I don't know. If <laughs> dinner for two? Uh, you never heard oh, about dear. that, Walter? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm learning. Every yeah. second. I'm learning every second. Asparagus yeah. is the opposite, folks. Oh, yeah. No, don't do the asparagus <laughs> thing. Don't do, don't do Yeah. Don't make your plans and do asparagus and that. Okay, that's TMI for everyone out there. That's a bonus. That's a bonus <laughs> words of wisdom. <laughs> we are out of here. Yeah, we will see you guys. Alicia, Walter, stay right there. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. We're out. Peace. Bye. See ya. See ya. One to grow on. One to grow on. Pineapple.